everybody. Welcome back to Episode the Geeky. Yeah, we definitely aren't For starting this, this again. Time. Yeah, this is it. Right, where do we get up to? Um, so I'm ill. Um, kind of. I'll tell you what, this this has made my headache worse. Oh no, <laughs> no, hasn't. Um, but hey, right. So what are we talking about this week? Game awards, bloody uh, trailers, um, Spider-Man stuff. And maybe movie posters, and maybe why the MCU should continue going, even though it might be a little bit of a aim, aimless, aimless thing working. <laughs> yeah, well, um, we, there's lots of different kind of smattering topics that we'll talk about, and hopefully we'll get somewhere with them, and hopefully they'll be interesting to everyone that wishes to watch. Yes. Um, so the news. Cool. <laughs> should so we try this news again? Let's try this news again. Yeah. Uh, hey, Ryan, you never guess what. Oh, what, 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 <laughs> what will? What's... Venom 3 is already in development. Wow. In early production. Pre-production. Like, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot the name of the producer because I've deleted Amy, Amy Bascal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. You're on it. She's confirmed yes, it. Collada, she's confirmed yeah. it. When nice. When she was talking about No Way Home, but she's confirmed yeah. Venom 3 is going to be a thing. Tom Hardy's going to be back. Tom Holland's I guess probably going to be, gonna be in Venom it. Three um, on holiday. Yeah, vacation on a beach. Um, yes. Vencation. Ven Vencation. <laughs> That's terrible. That's really really bad. Wow. Um, glad to hear the cold is gone. I was going to offer you some limpsit, but glad you made a full recovery. Thank you. Thank you for yeah, that, Raz. Uh, yeah. We just took some. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ten tons of more. Thank you for yeah. Thank you for the uh, Twitch chat for um, telling us that we are squeaky. Um, But yeah, we might might well uh, appreciate that. Um, We fixed the audio issue, but yeah, Venom Three is is coming. It's coming. Um, There was a villains panel. (laughs) It was fun. I was speaking about Odd Octavius and Willem Dafoe. Here's an interesting question for you. Yeah. What do you think Venom Three will be about? Well, they teased Toxin. As the next symbiote in Let There Be Carnage. Which one's Toxin? He's uh, another symbiote. I don't fucking know. I, uh, Let me get a picture of him. Up. It, Toxin. Because like, what, what, I know there's lo- there's a bunch of different colours, and each colour does something. It's like it's oh. like anti Power Rangers. Um, <laughs> that's a really bad example. That is. That's what the one I'm going with. Don't tell me he's another um, red one. What the fuck? We've already had a red one. Is he another red one? Oh come on. Come on. They're just gonna do the thing again where he draws blood and then maybe and then it spills over and turns into something that kind of looks like the oh he's um monster. sorry he's red and black let's have a look so uh what does he look like in the comics he looks kind of like Spider Man like slash an Venom Spider Man looks like a yeah but there is another symbiote called Anti Venom so um Jesus they're they're going all out with this aren't they yeah, that's, um that's mad that is I. Why can't they do something more interesting? There's a bunch of them that are really cool. There's a white one that looks really scary. Uh, I think that's I think that is Anti Venom, the white one, the white with the black uh, symbiote on it. Um, um, I think so. And then there's one called Sh- uh, Scream, which is just a Lady Venom, but is orange and screams at people. That could have been um, what's her face in Let There Be Carnage. Could have been Sh- uh, Shriek. Could have been, but that's a totally different enemy all together um, but hey Here who's, who's, who's Sorry, to I say was getting up, um, no that's fine I was just doing a thing because I was list of symbiotes list of symbiotes yeah is it symbiote or symbiote symbiote ah shit well okay well I suppose it, I've always been saying symbiote but maybe I'm symbiote symbiote the American way of pronouncing it mm-hmm. um 
Here yeah. we go. List of symbiotes. Here we go. Good stuff. But up, but but up, but but. There's a whole planet of them. We've had riot. We've had carnage. Venom. We're gonna get toxin. Um, I. It's weird how like Venom is is has got his own franchises and Eddie Brock is the, the voice behind it. Yeah. And the man behind it. Um, Eddie Brock was, according to this, only really. Well, didn't didn't doesn't really have much to do with Venom. It's the other guy who is Flash. Flash, who is yeah, he becomes Agent Venom. Um, he works for Shield or like the military or something like that. I'm not going to show it. But um, his box is so much bigger. Yeah. Than Eddie Brock's. Obviously, obviously Eddie Brock is the classic and original that everyone loves. Um, Carnage. We've had that toxin. Are they literally just going down the list? Yeah. Uh, Except for Agent Venom. Um, yeah, because Flash Thompson like joins the military, loses his legs. In like an explosion. Oh, there we go. And then he gets a symbiote. Because this guy was in the last movie, wasn't he? Patrick Mulligan, the Uh, the police officer. Yes, that's the one that becomes Toxin. Toxin. Yeah. So that, yeah. Toxin is confirmed. He's the villain. He's Uh, going Yeah, incredible stuff. Um, Yeah, Venom 3. Awesome. Um, Good stuff. Anti-Venom. Yeah. That's the white one, I think. That is the white one. Yes. And then we've got uh, Null. Null, or Knull. What about oh, ah? He's he's really cool. I like this guy. Okay. A lot. This is the um. This is the the god of all symbiotes. Ooh. Um. He doesn't look like one. He looks just like a symbiote. No, he looks like a um. Human. He's a human man with like a kind of like white long hair. He looks very kind of like. Um. Let me actually quickly Google him. It's better to just show you than to yeah. Try and guesstimate. Is it Null or Knull? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like he's very cool. something from like Dark Souls. There we go. That's the one I saw of him. That's so yeah. cool. Where he's got like symbiote heads that like, oh, come yeah. out. He looks like something from Dark Souls. He does. Or, like, yeah. Or like D and D. He looks like proper creepy. He's cool. Yeah, that's um, cool. Cool. Um, yeah, I sweet. That there were more than that, but I mean, you have Riot as well. There's Riot here. Yeah. Okay. Rune Venom. <laughs> Hybrid. Hybrid's a cool name, um, but... Hybrid is a cool name. What does hybrid look like? There's no picture. Cool. Oh, right, sweet. Um, oh, there's there's old oh god. There's so many. Ex- Exolion? Exolion? Payback? <laughs> ZZZXX? They just gave up <laughs> at that is, point, didn't they? <laughs> they just gave up. Yeah. That's a sequence of... Uh... Um, Scorn. That's pretty cool. I'm just going off these base button names. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I don't know why he's in his own like category. That's pretty cool. His own category. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty awesome. It's like yeah. I guess he's part of the the knockoff versions of it. Um, Mania is one, of course. Yeah. Um. That's nice. Anyway, anyway, there's a Venom three. It's coming out. We all it's know and love him. Venom two is obviously the best film of the year so far. <laughs> Um, don't spoil our top tier list right oh fuck yeah we might be doing that soon um, next week we're obviously going to be doing No Way Home obviously um, and then the week after that because well I mean it's the end of the year and we're just going to look back on like the best and worst or most, most disappointing films of the year um, we'll give it I don't know tier list or I fucking know look forward to what's coming out next year as well we yeah do. most anticipated yeah top five most anticipated that'd be cool um, but that's, got- that's going to be cool yeah. Have you got any? Have you got any other news? Other I do have a bit of other venom. news. I will spill through this a little bit. Yeah. Quickly. Let's uh, let's 
blast through this shit. Let's go, because um, there's so much we need to talk about. Uh, I'll talk about that one last, because you'll have a lot to say about it. Yep. Um, so, apparently there's a Batman the Animated Series audio drama revival happening. Okay. It's apparently in the works at WB, with yeah. the original cast coming back. As in, like, Kevin Conroy and everyone. Yeah, nice. the original cast coming back. Fuck yeah. As, a, uh, as like, a continuation of the series. Um, obviously, there's... There's obviously the new series of Batman cartoon that's coming out, which is, is going a new to be... new Crusade or something? Yeah. With J.J. Um, Abrams? That's going to be with Mr. Ivor and Star Wars and um, yeah. and a bunch of other people, including yeah. the guys who made the animated series, making yeah. it. Um, but this is something separate. This is like an audio drama thing with the original animated cast. I guess it's going to follow on, or it's going to be a bunch of separate stories that don't really take place chronologically. They're just offshoot stories. Yeah. But that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's uh, sweet. For those out there who are DC fans and maybe like podcast format and things and, and listening to audio um, Winston, dramas and things, that would be cool. Winston Duke is doing a podcast Batman thing, isn't he? And he's Batman. Uh, that's cool. Um, yes, he's playing... Um, is he playing Bruce Wayne Batman or is he playing... Um, yes, I, I think forget, so. I, I think so. I forget his name. That's really bad of me, I know. You're shocking. Um, Lucius Fox's son. I can never remember his first name. Something Fox. Something Fox. Uh, um, who's the new Batman? Nice. Um, call yourself a Batman fan, and you don't know his name. Whichever one he's playing, Dang. whether it be Bruce Wayne or not. I think it's Bruce Wayne Batman. Uh, that Winston Duke is playing. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. He's awesome. Smash that. Yeah, he's great. Um, yeah, so that was cool. Um, the last bit of news I have yes. is, um, of course, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, two or, or, or across the Spider Verse. Across the Spider Verse Part One. That is amazing. Um, have you seen the trailer? Which I or have like seen sneak the trailer, peek? Yeah. It looks great. Um, I'll be honest. I was like, I was actually genuinely surprised that there was there was a trailer. Yeah, I know um, they said a couple of weeks ago that there was going to be something revealed very soon about it. Um, we knew it was called Across the Spider Verse. We didn't know it was going to be a Part One though, which oh, yeah, I'm they, like, they hit yes. Give me more. I knew that was a reveal when I was watching the trailer because I had no prior knowledge. Yeah. But I knew it was a reveal because they waited before they revealed yeah, that yeah, at yeah. the end of the trailer and they went, bam, bam. That's bam. really awesome. Like, oh, shit. Okay, um, and they're doubling down on this. Why? I mean, let's be honest. They were going to always make a, at least a trilogy of these movies. Yeah. Because the first one was so successful. And just so good. And just so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it will be really good. And Miles looks... Like, looks uh, yeah, hench. Looks a bit older, doesn't he? He, look, he looks... He looks bloody. His looks shoulders like he's are been huge. To the gym. Yeah, yeah. He looks. Um, he looks great. He's, cool, he's taller as well. I was slightly yeah. jealous. I'll be honest. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um but yeah. You're getting jealous of an animated character. Come Gwen on, comes back. She looks great. Yeah. Just out of nowhere. Like, I love I'm the interaction between the two. I'm fascinated to see like what, exactly what's going on. Like, like did they rip over this? Did like I think shenanigans do some really bad stuff. Well, there the was whole... the the. Post credits of the first one, from what I remember, you see uh, Spider-Man twenty ninety nine, and he's got like a watch thing, which then opens up the possibility of traveling through dimensions, like without having seizures and shit. Yes, I um, sorry, I, yes, I completely yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That bonus scene in that. Um, but he's who's the, he, he's the blue one with the red on him. With the red, yeah. Twenty ninety nine. Who's voiced by Oscar Isaac? It looks really good. Is he? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. He. Um, but it's the part in the in the little sneak peek that we saw where you know you see Miles traveling through like the different types of animation and yeah. it looks amazing like the That's dimensions really cool. and stuff and then you just see twenty nine nine come out and start beating the shit out of him you're like whoa whoa, 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 whoa. what's, what's up here 
I think they're just going to have a little interaction that Spider-Man 2099 is going to be like, yeah, you need to help me, but you can't escape because you, you need help, Spider-Man. Come on, let's go. What are you doing um, here? Like, what, 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 yeah. I've, I've got this watch. Do you think it's going to be like a... I'm not saying they're going to do the same story, but do you think they're going to do a similar thing where it's like Spider-Man 2099 or whatever has... Was it 20, 20, 20, 2099, yeah. 2099. Is like, oh yeah, I built this thing. Yeah. Now let's just jump through dimensions into different places. Because I want to go and get my thing back that I lost or the person back I lost. Maybe. Like similar to Kingpin. It's I, like, I want to go and get hmm. this person back and then Miles is like, well, hold on Well, a the... Oh, what was it? The um, if the the Spider Man um, like Spider Verse comic run thing. It's so weird because you have this uh, lady called Madame Web who is like the Spider Man goddess who looks over the whole of the like damage. I might be getting this completely wrong, but this is just off the top of my head. Um, she like looks Web yeah, she's really cool because I saw a. I was randomly. I I was in that hour just before bed, and I was just randomly watching crap on YouTube. <laughs> And it came up, I've been watching a couple of Spider-Man things to do in No Way Home. So yeah. it came up with uh, for, Across the Dimensions gameplay. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's PS2 Oh, that game. one, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shattered Dimensions, Shattered I think. Dimensions, yeah, yeah. That's it, sorry, yeah. I never played so it, but it was good. Um, it's got the four Spider-Man and it's got like Noir Spider-Man and then um, Kid Spider-Man. I don't know, like... No, I have no idea. I don't know, weird Spider-Man. Yeah. And then the future Spider-Man and, and current present Spider-Man. And yeah. Adam Webb in it. Um, and Mysterio, who looks a little bit like a spaceman, yeah. slash uh, diver, who, who's in like a dive suit. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's quite cool. He's got a cool suit, but then his like fishbowl head is like this big <laughs> <laughs> for no reason whatsoever. It's, like it's not a fishbowl, it's a fish tank on it's his head. It's a dome on his head. <laughs> like he's, got, he's got a stadium roof on top of his head. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's quite funny. Um, he, what's funny is that he obviously, Mysterio's like, I. Oh, do fake tricks and spider-man's always teasing him because he's yeah. like we're just a magician go away you're just a you're not even and a magician he, like, jumps across like... the universe and then he gains magical powers so he comes yeah. back and then just like starts producing saws in midair and spider-man's like whoa what the hell <laughs> that was really good anyway i'm side noting so much no no that's cool um, the point is, is that I, i'm the reason i bring this up is like do you think they're going to do something similar to that maybe with madam web in it and i'd, I'd like haven't showed her, but... i'd like to see madam web um and also, I would like there's again like in that same comic run or something. There's this like villain that can travel across different dimensions and just ultimately goes to try and kill every single Spider-Man ever. Um, and he's like pretty much immortal. And mm -hmm. it's this like I don't know cat and mouse sort of thing. Game yeah, yeah, dimensions. it's really really cool. Um, yeah, yeah, because Spider-Verse really man. interesting because I I presume that the scene with Gwen is going to be towards the start of the film or the yeah. start of the film. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see of like why are you back? I'm I'm liking the fact that we have no idea what it's about. I love their interaction as well, where he's like, oh, "I'm grounded," and she says, "Spider-Man grounded." Yeah, yeah, just have it. Um, are yeah, they going to hook so up cool. as well? There's there's a clear like sort <laughs> there's, of there's clear there's, there's love a, in their eyes. Yeah. They're attracted to one another and go for it. Yeah, it's good um, stuff. He's a great artist as well, Miles. It's good stuff. I I love the fact that it's like. Yeah, I, it's really cool because like I know how good the first one was, which I still need to rewatch at some point. It's yeah. such a fantastic film, but we should do a pod on it. We should do a pod before on it, the next probably. one comes out. Yeah, um, maybe we should do a joint pod. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, but I yeah I, anyway I love the fact that it's kind of like oh you know we don't know what's going to happen, but we know it's going to be good, especially if they do as good a soundtrack as they did with the first one. I think so because I think the brief. Uh, oh no, uh, he's got a new suit. He's yes. got the actual 
black yeah. and red spider-man suit now yeah. instead of like sort of wearing to... the hoodie and stuff um, well yeah that, that was at the end of no um, it was at the end yes it was at the I end maybe, maybe it's a little updated one um i think it is yeah it's less maybe. spray painted yeah <laughs> I, I can't maybe like an official it... like tailored one or something yeah. um. <laughs> <laughs> i walked into the tailor and asked for an official spider-man suit <laughs> for no reason i also paid him one million dollars not to tell anyone <laughs> can buzz for that he probably went to a different dimension stole peter's money Actually, you know and what? came if back this is... This is Spider-Man universe logic. Yeah. He probably didn't need to because the, yeah. the like if we go back to like the people on the train scene, yeah. like, they're probably just like he was probably just like oh it's cool I'll, it's I'll make you a Spider-Man suit your secret's safe with me. Go but then again, head. then again it's the 21st century. People got phones. Yeah, they do. Like actually. you look back at the uh, uh, old like Spider-Man two specifically Sam Raimi and it's obviously the great moment where like in the train and everyone's like carrying him across and whatever. It's like really cool and Half emotional. Of those people would just be like. Yeah, if it was made today, everyone would be like, oh my god, I see Spider-Man's face. Let's Instagram it. Yeah. It's literally what everybody does. Even yeah. the people... And uh, do you know what's funny is even people who act... Like, when things go on, when you see those videos on YouTube and people have filmed weird, you know, public stuff happening, whether it be a, a, yeah. a dispute or something, yeah. there's always... The people who are usually in the argument have got phones out as well. Yeah. So it's just like one big... Like, and also, security cameras on the trains. Yeah, it's true. The security camera. You fucked me. You got no privacy at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. Superhero world. It's far fetched. It? But yeah, <laughs> it's whatever. Guy swings through buildings. Um, yeah. Anyway, yes. Into the universe. Very cool. Love That's it. That's literally all that I. All you've got, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna rattle. I'm gonna speed run through a bunch of this shit. So, Brendan Fraser. We knew a while ago that is in the set of uh, what well, is being the baddie in Batgirl. Yes. And he f- he spent his first day on set on his birthday. That's nice. Really awesome. Cool. I love Brendan Fraser so much. Um, yeah, obviously Spider-Verse I've got. Tom Holland uh, confirms role as Fred Astaire uh, in upcoming biopic. I might have got that name completely wrong. Fred Astaire, um, yeah. Fred Astaire, yeah, legendary uh, actor, dancer. Um, he talked about awesome. this in one of the interviews. I, I saw, And I just saw a clip of this particular bit he was talking about in particular. Yeah. But he was saying that he had to... Because obviously he's from... A dancing background, Tom Holland. Yeah, he played uh, Billy Elliot. To do all the yeah. Stunts, most famous for Billy Elliot. Yeah, yeah. It's his first role, I think, Billy Elliot. Yeah, and he's going back, and it's the first time he's done any kind of dance, dance stuff. Yeah, since Billy Elliot. So he's done. He's... Um, do you remember that like thing that went viral uh, when he did like the uh, uh, lip sync to uh, Umbrella? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do remember that. It's he's really, great. It's really great. I love him. Um, also, he did. Uh, literally came out yesterday or the day before or something like that. When he did um, Hot Ones, the uh, YouTube show where he goes oh, yeah, on and eats the, those really spicy wings. Chilies and the wings and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He was great on that as well. Um, given a lot of... Why is that? Why is that I think, I'm sure there's some people out there that find this fun, but why is that fun? Have you ever... What's like, your spice intake like? Do you like spicy not, food? Not massively high. Yeah. Like, a like, little bit of spice, yeah, I can yeah. contend with. Yeah. yeah. But not like a but million score. The thing is with me is that... If you give me anything that's too hot, I just stop enjoying my food. Yeah, and that's, that's the fair. thing. Is then I'm like, yeah. why? Like, so that's my thing. Is like, yeah. I wouldn't have like a mega hot curry or anything because I just I wouldn't. Yeah, what, the I, jambalali I've, or whatever. I've I've had that in the past. I have yeah. had it once or twice, but I wouldn't. It's, it's not, just like, not enjoyable, isn't it? No, it's like I think as a, like a know. gimmick. Like I think the actual show Hot Ones is really cool because like not only is it fun to watch people suffer, um, <laughs> but the questions are <laughs> the questions are really good. Yeah. From the interviewer, I think his name's Sean or something. But he's amazing. 
as an interview. Questions. Yeah, yeah, really good. Like just completely hard out there. Questions and hard hitting wings. There we go. That's effectively the. It's only like there we go. hot questions hey, and even yeah, like hot questions and even hotter wings. I think is the hot yeah. questions and even hotter wings. Yeah. Uh, Shang Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings, director is coming back and he's making a sequel. Yeah. Sequel to yeah. Shang Chi is coming back. Cool. Yeah. It's your favorite Marvel film. Yeah, it was. Um, it was. <laughs> no, yeah I, guess, yeah. I guess it's. I guess it still is. I. This is the thing, is that was my honest opinion in the moment of like yeah, yeah. just seeing it. I will have to see whether my opinion changes or not if I go back and watch it. I watched it again the other day. Um, it's really good. But I still... I still... I can't remember what... I, I have to go back and listen to the podcast and what I actually said, but yeah. like I genuinely feel like it wasn't... It wasn't necessarily that Shang-Chi was different as to why I enjoyed it. It wasn't. Yeah. It was a typical Marvel movie. It was just refreshing. It was, it? It was refreshing. Yeah. And, it, and it felt new. Because it felt like it was a setting that was removed from everything. Yeah. Whereas all of the other things that have kind of been coming out recently haven't... Even the new stuff feels like it's... Yeah. You know, like Eternals felt like it was weighed by all this stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. In in some parts. And that's what I, I know that's a criticism a lot of people had. That it... it, it it was dealing with space and things and and celestials and eternals and, and creation myth stuff of the Marvel Universe and it never really went there. No, no, It felt like Shang-Chi really just went there with like, the mythology of Shang-Chi. And also just and like, great. hey, fantasy, dragons shit. Hey, dragons. Hey, Come on, big, mate. Big Asian lion things. Yeah, and, and I'm sure they have a real name. But uh, yeah, That's all awesome. these magical creatures and stuff and this hidden land of stuff. And it was like, yes, this is what we want. Here we yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. Out cool. there stuff. It's amazing that on Earth there's obviously the fantasy world, there's Wakanda, and then there's probably Atlantis somewhere, and then there's also like, you know, magic, and there's so many like hidden worlds all within Earth. Yeah, he's amazing. Are dumb, aren't they? They yeah. find anything. No. Bloody archaeologists. Um, if you believe some people, there are hidden worlds in our real world. Yeah, probably. Maybe Atlantis is real. Who's to say? Um, if anybody wants uh, a really fun afternoon of uh, going down a trip down uh, conspiracy theory lane, um, go and search things for the lost city of Agatha, mm. and, and you will have a good time. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, it's really good stuff. Uh, Sony uh, has patented a number of asymmetric multiplayer features used in Death Stranding. That video game we all know and love. So uh, paths getting wider when people use them, building bridges for other players, cloud shared terrain, data, etc. Uh, I think I spoke about like patterned things a while ago in an episode where yes. we spoke about like the Nemesis system in mm. uh, Monolith games being patented uh, by Warner Brothers. And it's like, it kind of sucks because it's like, I'd love to see certain game features used in other games. And it's like, share around, man. I mean, they have the right to, obviously, because they came up with it, but, you know, Arkham didn't patent the combat system, and if we, if they didn't do, if they did do that, we wouldn't have gotten the Spider-Man game that is really good, and we wouldn't well, have gotten... Well, you would have done it, it just would have been very different. Yeah. All the combat yeah. would have looked, you know, miles different and stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't... I don't know whether this is like, is this the future of video games here? What, just patterning is, is stuff. This what it, is this what yeah. we've come to where it's like, companies are so competitive and churning out games so quickly now and on such a scale than ever before that companies feel like they there's less of a competitive edge over who makes the best games anymore. Mm. And now they have to be like, right, okay, now we have to start copywriting and patenting as much of our 
development stage as we can yeah. so that only we can use these features in our video game therefore that gives us a competitive edge like it, we've got to the, the finite margin so much that the competitive edge in the video game industry is what features you have in the game yeah, yeah. so it'd be interesting to see what that it might it might end up being nothing it might end up just being that like people will find loopholes to get around it and they'll be like hey isn't that a rival isn't that like a nemesis system it's like no this is our rival system and it's completely yeah. different maybe but then they'll probably get like done for copyright or something i don't know because they didn't buy the patent i don't know um but yeah it's fine i would i i have no interest in playing death stranding at all anyway so i don't really care no, I, I, well, I mean, I, mean, I care about like the features and stuff because it'd be interesting, but that's what makes that game really special, I've heard, even though it's just a walking simulator, and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, I think it was it was designed as a uh, the experience of those things being the things that made it the game. Yeah. Um, I, I'm like you, I probably necessarily wouldn't play Death Stranding. Yeah. Um, it's apparently you know, it takes like ten hours. To actually, the game to actually start going, which I'm like, wow. I shouldn't have to spend ten hours just for this game to start going. It's like, it's one of those games. It that just puts me off, doesn't it? Really heavily between whether this is a video game or a watching experience. Yeah. Like, is it interactive or is it just just you know, a thing? Is it just something that you're you're a passenger of? Yeah. But um. Anyway. Cool. Let's speed through some more of these uh, news Go bits. For it. Nicolas Cage is to start as Dracula in the upcoming monster movie Reinfeld. Uh, Renfield? Renfield, sorry. Not Reinfield. Reinfield. Uh, Renfield. Yeah, so he's Dracula. Kind of makes sense because Nicolas Cage is a Look bit insane. Look at that hairline. <laughs> yeah, and also he's a bit insane as well. Um, also, Universal Monster Movie. Are they just starting off the dark universe again with another Dracula film? Are they doing that? Who's to, yeah. Don't know whether they're going to start up. I don't know whether they'll... Fr- well, I mean, who, who are we kidding? This is, was the whole discussion of last week's episode, and it will be partial discussion yeah. today. They probably will for try and franchise it somehow. Cause oh, yeah, they're trying to. Because they, they did that failed attempt with that mummy film yeah. with Tom Cruise. But maybe they just might be like, okay, let's maybe not interconnect it because yeah. because that's a bad idea. So instead what we'll do is we'll just, we'll just do all of these films still just individually. Yeah. With different people in them. What they should do, yeah. Um, as well as Nicolas Cage, obviously, um, Nicholas Holt is in it, and also um, Aquafina has been cast in it. Oh, uh, cool. Katie from uh, Shang-Chi. Um, what else is going on to Marvel a bit? Kobe Smulders, um, who played Maria Hill, she's reprising her role in uh, Secret Invasion with cool. Nick Fury. Cool. Um, also, just, like, can we just, can those two be the main characters of that? Want Nick Fury and yeah. Maria Hill. I'd like to, and probably Talos, the um, scroll that is played by Ben Mendelsohn. Yes, because he was great. Yeah. Um, what else have I got? I mean, we should run through a bunch of these. Um, do you remember the Gorillas Band? Yes. Yeah, they were good, weren't they? Yeah, the, the band that actually used cartoon gorillas as themselves. Yeah. Never like um, they never like, whenever they performed live, didn't they? They never performed actually live. It was all yeah. just pre. Animated stuff. animated stuff, yeah, because yeah. it was really good. Because that was their um, whole thing. Well, Gorillas, uh, a movie, feature-length movie, is coming to Netflix about it, about them. Hmm. Um, yeah, cool. Good on them. I haven't heard of much of Gorillas recently, but other than that, yeah, I don't, 
I'm not. I'm, I think they're one of those bands that has very much kind of come to whether if you're a real fan and you follow them, you, then you know. But if you're, you know, they're not necessarily a band that gets a lot of radio play, play these days. I'm sure, like if you heard one of their songs, you'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, I remember. Feel Good Incorporated, for yeah. example. Yeah, good stuff. An example of one of the best songs. So. Mm. Um, well, speaking of uh, like Marvel and stuff, just a moment ago, Kevin Feige has confirmed that Charlie Cox. Will replay it will return to play Daredevil in future Marvel Studios movies or obviously, shows. Because or shows. He's in No Way Home. He's, he's in No Way Home, no way obviously. Home. Um, but it's nice to know that he has been like confirmed as like in future movies and stuff. He's probably going to turn up in uh, She Hulk because lawyers and stuff, which is great. Um, but yeah, looking forward to that. This is the example of like one company getting something really right and going, oh crap. They actually perfectly cast him first time around, so yeah. anything we do is probably not going to be as good. So, it, well, we own the rights to all this now, so why don't we just just use it? Ask him to play, keep playing yeah. the character. And the the Daredevil Netflix show, um, also it was just a side note. Sorry, okay. I just this popped into my head randomly. Is he going to be the the actual Netflix version of him? That's in what I'm thinking. Home, or is so he the Marvel Cinematic version of. Because uh, when I the Netflix shows when the Netflix shows came out, they were in the MCU because they referenced the invasion, which was the first Avengers film, and they kept on referencing that every so often, and, like the struggles of having to be heroes but smaller stakes and stuff like that. And you you saw like interconnections of like the MCU, and then when it got to like maybe the end of season two and season three, and then like the Defenders came out, all these like big things was happening, but no one was referencing anything anymore. Like, no one referenced Ultron. You know, no one referenced... Sokovia. Sokovia, or, like, you know, Infinity War. And people were like, do you want to... Okay, I guess these aren't really connected anymore. Um, so I think they'll do, like, maybe a soft reboot. Um, where they'll, like, you know, obviously have the same characters, but maybe reference a couple of things in the Netflix shows. I guess they'll just pick and choose. What are the good ones and what are not? Like, they'll probably forget that Iron, Iron Fist was a thing. <laughs> Probably. Um, Ignore that iron fist. Take this iron fist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I um, I think that they'll probably um. I think they'll do something similar. I think you're right. I think they'll just pick it up from wherever they left off those characters if they bring them in. Yeah. Especially you know starting with Daredevil, probably with Jessica Jones in the future. Yeah. Like they'll they will do that and they'll bring those characters back in. Yeah. But they won't. They they'll just fresh start the stories with them and they won't yeah, necessarily yeah. reference yeah. all of their own it, arcs. It makes me think now that we're getting the whole multiverse daredevils coming back and stuff what are they going to be doing with the x-men because not only did the fox x-men films get the casting right once they got it right twice you know it's genius casting like patrick stewart and ian mckellen as um professor x and magneto respectively and then they did it again with michael fassbender and james mcavoy and obviously you have Hugh Jackman as Logan. The it's like of that cast as well. Which it's was pretty good. Genius. Round, like yeah. that is like near enough perfect casting twice. So are they going to risk it again, uh, recasting everyone? They can't, they can't bring back all. But they can't. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, there's, yeah, there's big actors in there. Yeah, and obviously like, Jennifer Lawrence it, with is all... a massive movie star. Well, I mean, she was at the time. And she was sick of playing Mystique. And yeah, she was she really was sick awesome. of it at the end. That's why they killed her off in Dark Phoenix. Spoilers. Spo- who cares? There's a film shit. Yeah, um, no one cares. Um, um, and I'm thinking, yeah, it's. I'd love to see Hugh Jackman back as Logan, but it was a perfect send off. 
in Logan. I, and obviously Patrick Stewart bless, bless him, and Ian McKellen, they are getting on. So you don't really want to... Again, I'd love to see them back, but... Yeah. But the, tr- the trouble is, is you're locking yourself. Unless you... Yeah. <clears throat> unless Disney gives you permission to do a load of... Well, not gives you permission, but, but allows you to do and gives you the equipment to do de-aging stuff. You're not... Which is always an option. Yeah. They could come back as younger versions of the characters. Yeah. But it wouldn't... For me, it wouldn't make any sense. I think there's too much at stake. There's so many X-Men movies yeah. and there, there's so much to that universe in itself yeah. that you're like, hmm, okay. Like, we, we, we had these... We had the original X-Men movies. Then we had First Class. Which was uh, great, yeah. And then we had a Flashpoint thing with... Days of Future Past, past yeah. was a good movie, and that worked well. And then we had a semi, okay, fine, okay two send off movies with Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix, yeah, but really weren't that great. And then no. we had some semi successful knockoffs and and Logan, Deadpool and Logan stuff. was really good. So yeah, and that was a good note as you said to end it on. Yeah, but it's like, he's I'd, I've seen like a bunch of ca- a fan casting of like Taron Egerton being Wolverine, and I'm like, that'd work. I think I like fans it. are just yeah. gonna have to be open minded that they're just gonna recast. Yeah, I think for that and the then the Fantastic Four they'll recast. I think they might bring in like the, the Netflix shows into it a little bit and wiggle that in. Yeah, because not as many people care about them. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Or not as many people have followed that storyline. Whereas I think it would be harder to do with the X Men. Yeah, but you're. 100%. It's really interesting though. It's it's going to be fascinating to see if they it, clearly they want to bring them in, but. Like, how? That's such a big X-shaped hole in the Marvel Cinematic Universe to to fill. That's like, just... (sighs) It's a whole universe on its own, independent of the Avengers, let alone... There's, like, there's so much you can do with X-Men. Yeah. You know? And and also, you'd probably have to redo a lot of the main uh, story beat. Like, Magneto was a Jew in World War II that, you know, went through traumatic things, and that's why he ends up hating you know, humankind and stuff. But if you do Magneto and then bring him to the present day, he's going to be like, what? Nearly a hundred? 80? Oh, that's a good point. That's actually. an, yeah. Like, so. That's a good point is that what happens when these characters are too old? Like, too yeah, they're effect- yeah, the yeah, they're mutants, old. but they still die of old age. I'm sure. Like you can't expect an 80 year old Magneto to be the main villain for the next 10 years. Like, but what was uh, the future world of Days of Future Past? When was that set? That was in the Days of Future Past. That was in the eighties. But like even no, so, not the, uh, not the stuff they went back in time to. Oh, do, but the future Earth bit where they were all fighting together. To oh, that was. I think I think we've already gone past that. But it was like twenty something or another twenty fifteen or. I think it was in like twenty eighteen or something. Twenty nineteen. Okay, so I was gonna say because yeah. th- they were they were looking pretty old in that. Yeah. Um, they were like at the end of their powers at that, so it's yeah. like both you know professor but, and magneto so it's yeah so they might have to like completely rewrite the story like yeah make the magneto go through like a traumatic event but not during world war Two because or they might do again like do this really weird time jump thing that like oh yeah they do all this thing back in the day of like world war Two and whatever and then doctor strange just does a spell that brings them all forward to the present day and you're like oh okay they're just lost in time a bit like captain america like Unless you just unless you just do a multiverse thing, let's not forget that yeah. the multiverse has been open now. So yeah, yeah. It you don't have to have the X Men in the MCU. Yeah. You just bring them across from the Fox continuity. Yeah. 
in some but then then you're having the characters again yeah then you get this point where you're like well you always have to have a flashpoint event yeah and somebody's going to ask the question that we ask with comic books as to like why hasn't somebody fucking locked the multiverse key away in a box that's what i think we mentioned that when a fucking black hole i think we did we speak about that when we were talking about was it loki when we basically said right okay kang's going to be the next villain um and you know, obviously, the multiverse is going to be the next phase, or by three phases, is going to be like the next big thing, this like massive the arc. Thing, yeah. But once you've done this arc, you, how you know, do you put it back in the box? How, yeah, exactly. You need to sort of like make a pact or whatever, like with the characters and being like, right, well, we've opened up this thing, but you know, this gives us a cheating opportunity to be like, oh, well, you know fuck we could Tony go back Stark at, we, is technically never dead never dead we could bring him back because yeah. multiverse no which I, I genuinely can, guarantee they'll probably do they will do at yeah. some point because comics keep on rebooting every fucking this, 10 years this is or the something thing we said about when we talked about the articles last yeah, week yeah. about why following a con- comic book structure in continuity is not necessarily the best thing yeah because you get to this point where comic books kind of become a little bit tiring and predictable if you follow all of them because yeah. they always come to a point where they're like Big flashpoint thing. I'm calling it a flashpoint because that's a yeah, cool yeah. name. That's what um, it is. Big flashpoint thing. And then, oh god, there's loads of multiverse and then this character gets killed and then, oh, we have this matchup because we haven't had these two people fight. Yeah. And, oh, there's this kind of civil war thing. Oh, then, we, oh, we, ain't, we ain't done civil war 2 yet. We haven't done civil war 2 So yet. we need to bring back Iron Man so he can fight Captain Marvel. Yeah. Wasn't that good of a comic anyway. <laughs> Captain Marvel can kill him in one punch. Um... Yeah, I think they give him like another Hulkbuster or something like that. But yeah, he does several get, layers of armor. He does get yeah. beaten to a pulp and put into a coma, even though he is right. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. um, it's not good anyway. Iron Man always gets beaten up. Um, Bless him. <laughs> just trying to do the right thing. Um, gets killed, man. Spoilers for <laughs> Endgame. Spoilers. Wow. Jeez, um, with all the spoilers. Oh, I'm so sorry. Anyway, uh, like <laughs> I, yeah, I guess that. I guess that's the big knock-on effect. Is like, how do you put the multiverse back in a box? Yeah. Because once you've opened it, there are ways of doing it. But the trouble is, is that you always have that that little thing that comic books do, where you're like, you're like, and as far as we know, the universe was closed to that forever. Or was it? Or, yeah. Until next time. Or, there's Whoa, that shot of changing. that one character that's that was really obsolete in the story that's walking away with something with something important, yeah. and then they crop up, like. That's how it works. So then you get into a time loop where you go, well, you can... Ne- and this is the, the the point of the article we yeah. were saying about last week, is you can never... It becomes harder and harder to definitively say this is the end. Yeah. We'll go on to um, probably the pro- positives a little bit later on as the main topic, because I've got like, a couple of things I want to say about, like, why well, it's a good thing at the moment for the MCU doing that whole multiverse and things they like that. Yeah. They did it in... They did it in Loki. They yeah. visibly represented it with the timeline being a circle. Yeah. Which means that it, it there is no end. Yeah. It just loops. Yeah. Okay, it's now branched. That's yeah. the point we're at. But yeah. as Kang said, he said, "Well, this this always happens. This thing happens, and then it branches, and then I have to go and knit it all back together again, yeah. and, and then we repeat ourselves." Or something like that. Or something like that. Yeah. Like that. It was very confusing. What I don't know. It was always back that ass about face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, something 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 time. Yes. <laughs> Ribbly wobbly time wime. Um. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, we just have to have the doctor to show up and. But good stuff. Daredevil's back. Daredevil's back. Daredevil's back. Well done. Yeah. Um, Patty Jenkins steps down from directing Gal Gadot's Cleopatra. Oh right. 
Yeah, that's a shame. Because obviously she's going to be focusing more on Wonder Woman 3 and Star Wars Rogue Squadron, which makes me think, wait, so is Rogue Squadron back on or is it not? Because it was shelved, wasn't it? We spoke about it like last week or something in the last podcast. It was shelved, but it was obviously it was obviously just given like an undetermined date. Yeah. So it's like, it's just permanently on hold for now until we can fit it into the schedule that is now yeah. being pushed back. So yeah, she's probably, I don't know. Maybe she, she, she probably, she's probably like, well, let's face it. I was going to do this in this amount of time. I've been afforded the blessing of having more time. Yeah. So, you know, maybe Disney were like, well, you know, if you spent a bit more time on it, we're, we're shelving it for now, but you've got all this time to work on it now, and we'll give you the resources to do it, so you can yeah, put an extra two years' worth of work into it that you might not have got to make it even better. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, hopefully the Rogue Squadron film and Modern Woman 3, when it comes out, is good. Um, next bit of news. Last of Us HBO series uh, cast Nick Offerman as Bill. If you oh, remember right, yeah. the characters, yeah, Bill? Me and uh, Jam have been... Uh, playing through Last of Us, the first one, uh, when she was here. She's gone back now for Christmas. Um, and yeah, it's really good. I love Last of Us. It's such a good game. Um, a bit of sad news. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, what was his name? George Perez. Do you know him? He is a comic book legend. I'll get a picture up on my actual Mac while I go through this bit of news. George but Perez. Uh, George Perez was a comic book legend. Um and the name is familiar to me. He Weirdly. he had announced that he uh, he has got stage three pancreatic cancer and has six months to live. Oh no, that's not. Yeah, good. I'll get um, I'll get a picture up for you for uh, whatever. But he's obviously going through a really sucky time right now. But I'll go through some of the things that he has done because honestly, he's done a really good him, shit. But I recognise his name. He did New Teen Titans. Uh, he was the artist and a uh, writer for these things. Probably not both in the same franchise as whatever Andor. he did <clears throat> crisis of infinite earths the comic book run uh wonder woman he's done a few things for uh new titans um superman he's done a few things for he did war of the gods and infinity gauntlet so iconic, iconic stuff, shit yeah. <clears throat> and goddamn man like I, i'm not i forgot what how old he is at the moment but it it's he's actually 67 right now um, but Jesus Christ, man. What a massive Im- impact he's had on all he'll of be, our lives. You know, it's sad, extremely sad news, and, and he will be sorely missed by yeah. the comic book community, that's for sure. Indeed. Uh, let me see if there's anything else. Okay, so these are the next bits of news that have come up on literally last day. Cowboy Bebop, the um, live-action Netflix adaptation of the anime, um, been cancelled after one season, purely because... Diehard fans of the anime thought it was shit, and people that were not into the anime thought it was it was fine. Which is, yeah, uh, it's a Either bit. Either of those two things are a good review. No, it's 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 a shame because a lot of the cast is actually really good, but live action anime, I don't know. I guess it's a bit like uh, live action video games. For the moment, it's like they hasn't they haven't really nailed it yet. I haven't really known how to translate yeah. that particular media into. Yeah. The thing is, is that anime is such a hard thing to adapt to real life because the whole point of animation, and this is the same thing of like doing live action versions of anime films. Yeah, 
the whole point of animation is that you can kind of get away with doing certain things that would be a little bit yep. harder to do in real life. Yeah. So you can you can like stretch and not just visibly stretch, but you can kind of like stretch things in different ways. You know, I'm trying to think of a really good example. And and there's there's for example well, in, into the Spider Verse. <laughs> this is the one I'm going to use. Into the Spider Verse would be one. It's massive, yeah. But not necessarily too much of a stretch. Necessarily, with, yeah, they're doing with, it with, no like, stuff. But. I guess there's the whole jumping across universe things, but like, I guess what I'm saying is that, for example, in Up, yeah, you've got a, a Paradise Falls or whatever it's called, something like that, or that they try and get to, yeah, like that location. Like, I mean, you could CGI that. You could probably, but it wouldn't be the same. No. Because because half of it would be CGI. I know CGI is really good these days. I know it's really mm. really good. Half of it would be CGI and half of it would be like, I, I guess those kind of places in animation give you a particular feeling that CGI does not give you. Yeah, you'd just be like, oh, it's just it on gives the green you a scope screen. Of, yeah, it gives you a scope of wow. Yeah. but does it like fully? I'd say um... the thing is with animation is it's what am I trying to say here. I think it's easy with animation to believe that it's a slightly alternate version of our world. Yeah. It's a bit more out there and you sort of like you suspend there, your yeah. disbelief yes, and stuff. But I'm thinking in a way of like Spider-Man into Spider-Verse. Like, yeah, you could probably do, you know, No Way Home is probably going to be a, a, a good enough Spider-Verse-y film. But with Into Spider-Verse, like the actual storytelling devices of like, you know, when a new character gets introduced and like the whole, they start like a comic book explaining their story during the film and the um comic book look of like each of the transitions and the scenes is it's so unique and you again you can't i mean they did try to do it kind of with angley's hulk with the whole like comic book template scene transitions and it was yeah it didn't work not yeah, at all it, like like also there's a lot of anime where like there's there's people like wheeling around in the sky quite a bit mm that's quite hard to do. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't look the most realistic in real... I, mean, I suppose you got things like Alita Battle Angel was kind of inspired That's by probably... Yeah, actually, I forgot but about that But that was still one. mostly an animated movie. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of... A lot of CGI. CGI involved with that. I think so, that, that was probably so one of again, the... It's not a... That, I don't know. Oh God, I guess this is... This is comes back to... This is the whole Lion King debate, isn't it? Yeah. Is it a live-action movie yeah. if it's completely... If it's completely CGI? There's only one scene in the Lion King live action <laughs> quotations live action movie the newest one that is real there's only one scene is it a panning shot of it's the opening it's with the different. nah it's the sun coming up that's it <laughs> that's it that's the only thing that is the not digital it was done on the computer yeah yep like it's, it's fascinating like, you can get away with it with like the jungle book because Mowgli's in it yeah and he, he's running along and yeah. he's doing all the stunts and stuff yeah okay yeah but that's just a little one little piece in a, a green stream backdrop but yeah yeah it's it's like you know, with I, I, you, I think you run into that with anime because in order to be faithful and representative to what anime is, you would have to animate most of it. Yeah. So then you'll go, well, hang on a minute, it's not live action, is it? Yeah. It's just a CGI version of an anime film. Yeah. Um. It's fine. Uh, I'm sure they'll make another good anime live action thing eventually. Um, the Game Awards happened last night, which we'll get onto mainly in a second. Um, but they revealed a couple new games that are coming out. Um, and The Matrix Awakens is an Unreal Engine 5 experience available on PS5 now. 
Um, here's a free tech demo. Reaches new heights in photorealism. Apparently it looks pretty good. Cool. So that's cool. Um, Star Wars Eclipse is a new uh, game uh, where it's going to be set maybe in the... It's going to be based in the High Republic era, which is about 100 years before The Phantom Menace. Um, maybe we could see the rise of Darth Plagueis. Maybe. And stuff like that. Yeah, so Star Wars Eclipse. Darth Plagueis was before that. What, 100 years before The Phantom Menace? Seems about right. Well, actually, I know. Yeah. I guess if he interacts with Darth Sidious, then... Yeah. But then again, Sith can prolong that. I'm getting real too nerdy about this. Um, yeah, cool. Brilliant. I haven't actually seen the trailer myself, but that's the basis of it. Um, awesome. I like it. That's, that's There's a, pretty cool. I like that. That's, yeah. That'll be interesting to see. Um, what is it? Also, they revealed that um, Monolith, who did Shadow of War, uh, Shadow of Mordor, all these great games, they're making a Wonder Woman game. Are they? Yes, they are. That's cool. That's awesome. <laughs> That's really cool. Especially with the whole combat aspect in the Monolith games. Yes. That makes perfect sense for a Wonder Woman game. I'm looking so forward to that. Um, yeah, my, uh, developed by that. It'll be a single-player open-world action game, which will introduce the origin story set in the DC Universe, allowing players to pick up Diana of the Mascara and fight to unite her world, Amazon family, and humans from a modern world. Powered by the Nemesis system, gamers will forge deep connections with both enemies and allies as they progress the Hero Vita into a proven leader. Good stuff. I cannot wait for Wonder Woman to get her own Arkham adjacent series. That is yes. fucking cool. And then all That's we awesome. need to do is make Superman one, and then we need to join And make a game. good Superman game. To make a good, um, there's a challenge for someone there out there. Make yeah. a good Superman game. I think it was a game called Superman Returns that came out years ago. And that wasn't... Was that wasn't, wasn't, it wasn't awful. Yeah. And it was like, obviously, because you're immortal, you can't really die, but it's the city yeah, has somebody a... Somebody really needs to rewrite Superman with vulnerabilities. They really do. I mean, kryptonite, I think, I magic. Think, other than those things. No. Like, but I think that the cool kind of aspect that they had with that game is that the actual Metropolis um, had a health bar, so the more destruction that happens to the city, to, like, if the whole, you know... That's cool. You, yeah. you introduce a consequence for... Yeah. yeah. So that, that's How many a, people are you killing by all your destruction? Yeah, exactly. So don't murder people as Superman, or she'll just fail. Um, well, the trouble is, say. though, I think, like, uh, the thing is about Superman these days is people love an evil Superman. They love to lean yeah, into Yeah, I think that. Bizarro was a playable character in that game as well. Not just Bizarro, but people just love making Superman a villain now. Just regular old Clark Kent. Yeah, true. I mean, that's literally the... Suicide Squad game. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, literally, <laughs> that's literally the only version of Superman you see now. Think about yeah. it. If, Very true. Unless you read comics. That's the only version you see in media. Yeah. I mean, you could say, oh, well, Zack Schneider's Superman. No, but he. how many times did Superman fight other heroes in those movies? Yeah. Like, more than he fought anything else, that's for sure. So it's like... You know, people love to... Ever since Injustice was such a hit, and I guess other versions of Superman being slightly questioning his morality and things, mm. and being godlike, and people have really, like, full-on lent into it, and I think it's, like, damaged the perception of that character a lot. Yeah. You know, I'd love to see a, a you know, good guy Superman again at some point, who's yeah. actually a decent human the, His new um, motto that they revealed in... DC fandom was really good as well. It's like um, truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. Not like truth, justice, and the American way. It's like, and a better tomorrow. That's really awesome. They just changed it to be less patriotic to America. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I really like that change. That's really cool. Um, I've got three more things. Just you wait. Yeah. yeah. Captain Rogers will be Captain World soon enough. <laughs> Captain World. Yeah. 
We haven't had one of them yet. Or maybe we have, and I just don't know about it. To be fair, to be fair Steve Rogers is already Captain World, isn't he? Effectively, he, he yeah. He wears an American star on his chest, but he was yeah. Captain World. The star of the world. Maybe that's what yeah, it is. Just... The world isn't spherical. It's not flat. It's a star. Which maybe you don't we've know. got it all wrong. We've got it all wrong. Yeah. I mean... Well, I think shit. you would know if you were passing over one of the points, but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe what? Yeah, maybe, it, maybe space time itself is distorted. Maybe the government is hiding that. Maybe it's all Arisham's fault. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Fuck you, Arisham. Speaking <laughs> of th- speaking of Arisham, Eternals is begin streaming on Disney Plus starting January twelfth. That was quick. Yeah, that was quick. <laughs> it was the same with James Bond. It's coming out on twentieth of December on DVD and on DVD and stuff. It's like all right, sweet. I was gonna go to see him in cinema, but might as well wait. Okay, why not? Um, Is it coming out on streaming as well, or just on shelves? Norm- normally, streaming films come out on streaming first, then DVDs. So you might be able to see it streaming like soonish. What, what would what platform would James Bond? James Bond, fuck, uh, Amazon probably. Uh, like Amazon or HBO? Yeah, probably, probably be HBO or something. One or the other. Uh, two more bits of news. Um, on Monday. We will see the new trailer for Fantastic Beasts and the Secrets of Dumbledore. <gasps> we will see it on Ooh. Monday. Yep. Um, the Harry Potter accounts everywhere says whether it's on page, on stage, or on a screen. It's all part of the Wizarding World. Continue the adventure with the new trailer on Fantastic Beasts and the Secrets of Dumbledore on Monday. Good Something stuff. Something to look forward to? Yeah. I'm interested to see how this will look because this had a bit of a troubled production, not only because of COVID, but because of actors and stuff being involved um both will be good it's just been a bit of a clusterfuck really. yeah this whole, this whole yeah. franchise does. and obviously railing off the tail of has gone from a good start to, to oh, oh god where oh are god. we god i don't know what to say. Oh. i think we mentioned it before but this movie is really a make it or break it thing for the yeah. visiting world isn't 100%. it it's like if you can't get this right then i mean <laughs> i mean they're doing five the, anyway so the, the estate has enough money to make two more films and make losses on them yeah. which they'll probably still do because yeah, yeah. they'll just be like oh just fulfill the quota but this might be it but um, this might be the, the the death of anything decent in this franchise yeah which i hope not i hope they i hope it's better mm. i genuinely do hope it's better i really want it to be better because yeah. i like what have i put so cool yeah you only scratched the surface it's great it. I'm reading through the books as well. I finished Goblet of Fire. Really good book. Started Order of Phoenix. It's pretty good so far. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, J.K. Rowling. Even good. though you're kind of problematic at the moment. Um, yeah. I guess. Maybe. Um, speaking of great trailers, Sonic 2. <laughs> I'm not even joking. This trailer's pretty fucking good. I haven't seen it yet. It's, it came out today. Uh <laughs> It's actually a pretty good trailer. Yeah, so... Looking exactly like Knuckles. Oh, man. Actually, honestly, I'm not a Sonic fan, but this looks fucking (laughs) sick. So it obviously has Jim Carrey coming back as Eggman, and he looks like Eggman. (laughs) And it's just insane. He's got this massive moustache. He's the only person that you could... He is insane. Like, honestly, uh, Jim Carrey... Have you you've seen the Grinch film, haven't you, with Jim Carrey in it? Do you very like long, it? Very long time do you ago. Like, do you remember liking it? I I was pretty indifferent about it yeah. at the time. I understand that people hate it, but I it's my guilty pleasure Christmas film. I watched it the other day with Jen when we were we basically we had our uh, Christmas day uh, last week, because um, yeah we, we weren't able to do it any other time, and we wanted to you know watch obviously a, a few Christmas films, so we watched the Grinch. Christmas Carol, the Muppets one, 
and um, Polar Express. Quick review of all of them. The Grinch is a guilty pleasure because Jim Carrey is literally insane. And it's just hilarious. Like, it's probably the most ugly film I've ever seen in my entire life, but it's great. It's oh, insanity personified. Um, Christmas Carol, the Muppets version, is probably the best Christmas film. I'm not even joking. It's just great with Michael Caine. Um, trying to remember what other versions of A Christmas Carol I've seen. There was the Jim Carrey version, the animated the, the, the one. The animated <laughs> one was pretty decent, actually. Yeah, I've heard that one's right. Um, I have watched that one. But I don't know, Muppets, man. Muppets is the very Mu- good. The Muppets one's really so good. good. It used to scare the crap out of me as a kid. Oh, yeah. The, the death uh, the, oh, the, the yeah. death thing at the end. S- the oh, also we... Ghost of Christmas Future. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Do you remember watching Polar Express? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's weird. <laughs> my favorite christmas movie i don't know if it's any good no. <laughs> i really don't i rewatched it and i was like i'm so confused <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so confused like, what confused you about it like it a okay it, 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 no, it was it was a pretty good opening being like oh yeah it's like oh this is really cool like train well, the train and stuff shows the train is shows it's like a dream and stuff <laughs> is really cool and then waiters just start coming out and <laughs> <laughs> and they start dancing and jumping i'm like it's like what is happening and then there's a hobo on top of the train i'm like and also the cgi is weird the motion capture on like there's that a really annoying kid in the yellow coat i think he's literally called know-it-all kid in the credits yeah it's a weird film man so and then it starts becoming like a musical with the little kids singing. So, um, I don't know. It, it, I'll tell you what. It's it, so it is, weird. It's a pretty wild ride. Like, it's it's got really... so many elements going on that it's just a bit weird. And but... Tom Hanks voices like maybe seven people in the film. Yeah, I'm not even he's joking. The conductor. He's 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 the he's hobo a... conductor. Santa, the, the boy but grown boy. up. Yeah. Um, the father of the, the boy father. When why? <laughs> yeah, there's just so many people. Scrooge as well. Yeah, um, but it, I like. I oh. think like the reason that I love um, Polar Express is that it captures, I think, better than a lot of Christmas films. Believe don't, maybe. Well, even Die Hard. Uh, <laughs> do not speak that blasphemous term at this table. Oh, controversial! Is it's not a Christmas movie. Oh, um, controversial! You've just lost a lot of viewers. <laughs> it's not about Christmas. It is, I guess. It's a Christmas party, and it's all about getting home for Christmas, and it's like the festive party when everybody pulled out guns and started just fucking. I'm pretty sure no one else has, but I mean. <laughs> American. I'm not sure if you. Uh, in, I'm, not, I'm not sure if you intend to go to a Christmas party where they pull out guns. Anyway, that's it's like saying Home Alone isn't a Christmas film because the kid tries to murder two burglars. I don't know. Maybe it's a sliding scale. I don't know. I don't know. Home Alone is more of a Christmas movie because his family leaves him at Christmas. Yeah. So therefore, it's technically because they all go off for the holidays, don't they? And they leave. Shazam's him. technically a Christmas. Which, film. Which, by the way, don't know how you managed to do that, yeah. parents. Just terrible parents of the year oh yeah or... i think that's the point also that kid would not <laughs> wouldn't have been able to cook and shit <laughs> i mean he's a psychopath if he could cook up a weapon he could probably cook up <laughs> i'm pretty sure he could cook if up a spank left bowl. you at home at that age you you wouldn't but you wouldn't even rig up traps you just make a mess of everything like you turn this i think he does a... at the start you, you i think he does it... i think i remember else, i've only seen it just, like, like gets a hot chocolate and tucks himself in bed and like and then he like starts a millionaire and it's like yeah i assume yeah i would i'd i'd like bash the stair no i wouldn't but i'd turn the stairs into a slide 
with yeah. a water pool at the end that yeah. I could jump Probably into. break your neck in the process. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would, uh, I'd, I'd break into the shed and I'd <laughs> get all the fun tools out and stuff. <laughs> with, with the axe. <laughs> <laughs> fun tools. No. I'm Are you just kidding. Kevin? <laughs> um, imagine if you used a, uh, an axe instead of like a toaster or something to drop it on the head. That's the, yeah, the R-rated version of Home Alone needs to be released. Isn't that just Predator? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a Saw film. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Saw Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. That's that's oh, what you call a great film. Great. Anyway. They should have made that instead of that new one, I which is apparently I dog shit. I shouldn't have the Die Hard thing. Anyway, um, um, the reason I love the Polar Express is it captures what it means being a kid mm. at Christmas, the best out of any yeah. Christmas movie, and like believing in Father Christmas and stuff. Yeah. It does. I it just believe does. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. And I like. I like, the, no, I like the message behind it, but it like. The, I liked it. I like it that it's weird though. I like it's got all these elements where they like so climb weird. up on top of the train and then there's like, because I, I think, I I think it's inspired by parts of a Christmas Carol. So I think the different people are meant to yeah. be the different ghosts. I think it's it, it, yeah. It's all... they give similar messages to the boy of like yeah. Oh, you know the hobo's like oh I don't bloody hate Christmas. Yeah, you'd be shit. You know, and and it's like the, Sco- the Scrooge thing is like the. Yeah, or something or another, and then like the conductor is another. I I can't remember. I think it's implied that the conductor and Scrooge is the same person. I think think they're all different characters. No, I think it's implied because like there's some weird stuff that happens in the film. No, because he waves to him at one point. Yeah, the conductor. I mean, they're all ghosts. It's all a dream. So I guess it's sort of like a metaphor and stuff. It was all a dream. I used. Yeah. I dreamed a dream, um, but no, I, I I get why it's probably wacky to some people. I just have. It's I, just insane. I also have fond memories of watching it with my mum. I tell you what, is another. Oh, is it a Christmas film? Because it's right. Cool Runnings. Is it a Christmas film? It's all about the Winter Olympics. So it's probably not Christmas. No, because the no. Winter Olympics doesn't happen at Christmas. Yeah, I know. But like, I watched Cool Runnings. It's fucking great. It's so good. But is there a tower in it, and is there a gunfight? Because then it would. Um, I mean, there's Swiss people that are angry. <laughs> Hang on, this movie sounds disbelief. No, 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 true, trust me, mate. <laughs> they start a bar fight and everything is great. But yeah, if you're in some fucking cool runnings, dude. It's cool movie. It's so good. Eh? Ah, eh? They even eh? say the name in the film. Oh, they, oh, they, no. they say they literally they literally call the bobsled cool runnings. So do you know why do you know yeah. why I I d I don't maybe I feel indifferent about the Grinch? Yeah. Uh, it's because of Jim Carrey. I yeah, it, his I, performance will either make it or break I'm, it. I'm I'm sorry, but I, I like you don't Batman like... Forever has ruined Jim Carrey. Oh no, for that's me. fair. No, that's <laughs> I fair. just he's the only role that I of his the only role that I've seen of his. Mm. I know he's done a lot more. The only role I've seen of his that I genuinely can tolerate and watch is um, the Truman Show. I've I haven't seen that, but I know it's great. Superb film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Superb film. Yeah. Um, even in that, he is still wacky, but not to the degree that he is in yeah. a lot of movies. Um, but yeah, I—that's the one. That's the one that I'm like, I, yeah. I, I can, I can do that. Anything else? I no, I no, no, Jim, <laughs> back even, in your box, please. Uh, Just, not even Kickass Two. That was a bad film. Sorry, it's Kickass Two is terrible. Oh, I forgot he was in that. Yeah, it's not good. It's really not good. Kickass One was great, um, but Kickass Two is not good. Not at all. Kickass Two. It's... I, what? <laughs> exactly what? What? <laughs> what? He, he... Yeah. No, Kickass One's the the better one. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. I really like Kickass One. I need to read the Kickass comics at some point. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Anyway, I was speaking about Sonic Two. Yes. Um. 
yeah, it, it shows Tails in a plane, shows Eggman, Jim Carrey being insane, um, back to his best, back to what he does best. And then it shows Knuckles right at the end. And it's like um, Knuckles and Sonic have a little face-off. Uh, and Sonic is like, oh, you, you can't, you're not going to take my powers. And then he does that whole like classic Sonic turns into a ball, speeds right up to him, and then Knuckles just puts out his hand, stops him, and then he's like, why would I want to take your powers? And it's like, oh no, oh fuck, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and obviously he's like working for Doctor Eggman and stuff like that. And apparently in the Japanese title is called Sonic versus Knuckles. And it's like, fuck yeah, that's really cool. Do you think that? Uh, Doomsday will show up. <laughs> <laughs> Doomsday, uh, maybe. And uh, yeah. they will revive Doctor Eggman's body, and he'll come back as Doomsday, Anti Sonic, or Shadow, or something. And then they'll all have to fight Shadow. Uh, and then, oh yeah, well, because this Sonic will get killed. And then... I tell you what, they'll do. They'll make this because they also like shows like the Chaos Emeralds and stuff like that in the film. Uh, in the trailer, it shows them. Um, so it's like they're going to like introduce the Chaos Emeralds. They're going to have like you know Knuckles being it. It's going to be this film. It's Sonic two. It's Sonic versus Knuckles, and Tails is going to be in it helping him and stuff like that. And at the end of the film, Knuckles is probably going to turn good, defeat Eggman, and then in Sonic three, they're going to do Shadow because Shadow's like, oh, he's really cool and edgy, and he's got gun, whatever. Shadow, Shadow Man. Just the name of my D and D character. Sonic, but it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's true. It's the name of your D and D character. My my Tabaxi monk. Called Shadow. Shadow. Yeah, good stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's great. And you, you like if you you as a Tabaxi monk, you literally are Shadow because yeah. you can just move. I can teleport. How far? How far can you go around? In a round? Oh fuck! Uh, so if I like did the teleport for th- as a bonus action, sixty feet, move forty five. Uh, is it 90 feet you teleport? No, it's 60. 60, okay. I, I can move move 45, teleport 60 as so a bonus action. And then I think I can like use... Um, feel agility. Feel agility, which is a, another so 45. And then I'm pretty sure I could do like an action bonus uh, action dash yeah. as well. So that's another 45. 95 feet. Fuck. <laughs> in a round. In, in six in, seconds. If you do nothing else but just run, you can move... Yeah. 190 feet. In this, yeah. Cool. Good which stuff. Is, Tabaxi monks, man. It's just is ridiculous. Yep. In so many shapes and yep. forms. Um, Imagine that hasted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Literally shadow the tabaxi. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's do that. Um, that's all me done for news. That was a lot. Amazing. We're about an hour in. We already got just finished the news. Um, do you want to do most anticipated? Well, not most anticipated games. Bloody the Game Awards that happened last night. Let's, do it. It. let's got, run through these. The the so leader. let's speed through these um, because it happened last night and some really, really good decisions slash winners and stuff. We went through the nominees for this, didn't we? We went through it last week or the week before, something like that. Um, most anticipated game. I'm going backwards because some of them I want to build up to the best game of the year. So most anticipated game, the most pointless category there is. Winner, Elden Ring, obviously. I mean, duh. Obviously, whatever. I don't know whether it's obviously. Like, a lot of people want Ragnarok to come out, don't they? I, I, I want... I mean, we all want Ragnarok to and come then, out. <laughs> and there's a lot of people that would say... Bro, I mean, Horizon Forbidden West, less so. Yeah. It's still an anticipated game, but... I think Horizon Forbidden West is a but bit... Zelda is like... Zelda, man. Zelda's Zelda. Zelda's Zelda. You know? Yeah. And especially, like, Breath of the Wild is great. Yeah. So... But yeah, um, best debut indie was Keener Bridge of Spirits. Oh, cool! Uh, cool, good stuff. It's it's weird to look at that, and it looks like a Pixar film, but it's an indie. It's what? 
It looks good. That's insane. It, it's in, it is, in fact, something that I wish to play at some point. Yeah. Um, best multiplayer game was It Ooh. Takes Two. It takes um, two. Me, me and Jem have played this game. It's so good. It really is great. Um, the, the, the best sports racing game, I mean, Forza Horizon 5, obviously. I think Forza Horizon 5 is the highest uh, rated game ever. Or one of the highest rated games ever. Like the top 10 or something like that on Steam or something. For it, a racing game. Yeah. But I think it's because it's so accessible that everyone loves it. Uh, best simulation strategy game is Age of Empires 4. Cool. Cool. Uh, best family game, It Takes Two. Great. Is it a family game, though? Yeah, I mean, did I tell you about that one yeah, happening? Yeah, I about disagree. That, I would about, have gone for one of the Mario games. About the but killing the new, toy elephant. Mental. Yeah, that's um, yeah, cool, whatever. Best fighting game is a Guilty Gear Strive. Trouble is, is that, just a quick note, I don't, by the way, I don't know how the voting system works for this. Mm. Is it fans? Or... I think it's fans and... Okay, but how many of those people stuff? played It Takes Two that are actually, have a family? Thing is, It Takes Two, you have to, it is co-op, it, 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 you have to play that, it yeah, with someone that's else. that's fine. So. That might, like... But you and yeah. Jem played it, and you, yeah. you're, you're not a, necessarily a family. In the typical sense oh, yeah. of that you have younger children that you play with. True, yeah. I don't know. It's I'd say, I'd, it depends on what you define the term as, I guess. Yeah. But. Um, Tales of Arise is best role-playing game. Sweet. I haven't actually seen any of No. Um, best action-adventure game is Metroid Dread. Okay. Awesome. I've heard this a great game. Um, best action game was Returnal. I uh, mean... Best action game and best action adventure. Isn't it fucking the same thing? Whatever. Best action game. Yeah, Returnal. I need to buy this game because it's PS4, uh, PS5 exclusive or something like that. And it looks great. I've I currently got... Um, Chivalry is a pretty good game. Just as throw yeah. out there, by the way. Uh, I bought um, Ghost of Tsushima, the director's cut. You did, Literally yeah. the other day yeah. for four quid on PS5. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. Because points, point. man. Good stuff. Best VR and AR game is Resident Evil 4. Uh, Innovation in accessibility, Forza Horizon 5. See? Um, Accessible to all. Um, Best community support game is Final Fantasy 14 online. Nice. That's good. I've heard that is really good. Best mobile game is Genshin Impact. Uh, Obviously. I mean, it's not going to be anything else, is it? Best indie game, Kina Bridge of Spirits. Yeah. Nice. Good on you. Best ongoing game, Final Fantasy XIV Online. Oh, I remember the time that Final Fantasy XIV... be angry. <laughs> I mean, it's not good, is it? It's not a good um, game. Games for Impact. Life is Strange 2... Two, two, true I'm Colors. Sorry, boyfriend Dungeon. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Uh, best performance is uh, Maggie Robertson as Lady Dimitrescu. Uh, Dimit- I've Dim- done her. Yep. yep, that one yeah. uh, in Resident Evil Village. Good. I mean, she was always going to get it yeah. as soon as we saw her. She was pretty creepy, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. as like eight foot tall lady, thick lady. And spoilers: she turns into a dragon in the end. Oh sweet, does she? Yeah. Oh sweet. No, I don't know. I'm not going to play it. She but... turns into a. Well, yeah. I mean, dragon is a loose term. Um, yeah. Um, flesh thing. Nice. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 wins best audio design. This is like three for Forza Horizon 5 now. Um, that makes sense because Forza is like considered one of the best racing games consistently. And yeah. if you want to have a good racing game, get the audio right. Good stuff. 
Uh, best score and music is Near Replicant version 0.1.22474487139. Just call it Near Replicant. <laughs> what are you doing? Good stuff. Um, My favourite was version 0.1243. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many versions of that game's come out. Um, best art direction is Deathloop. Um, I've heard that's really good. Uh, best narrative, Guardians of the Galaxy. Honestly, I'm so happy this is one because I've heard loads of people say like, yeah, like the trailers weren't great for this for this game. It's not good at all. I I was very hesitant to buy this, and also it was by Square Enix that did. It looked it bloody, genuinely looked like a really bad DLC for the Avengers. It, yeah, it, did, it didn't yeah. look good at all, and you can only play Star Lord. But the narrative makes up for it. It's a really really great story, uh, which I'm like, yes, I need to buy this game now. Cool. Um, best game direction, Deathloop. Yeah, cool. Good on you. Uh, and then obviously, game of the year, it takes two. Hey, hey good on you, it takes two. This is a massive it surprise, I feel. Because uh, I think yeah. everyone was thinking it was going to be like Psychonauts 2 or Deathloop. Yes. Um, because more people can play that. Um, but yeah, it takes two because of like how good the game design was, how great the story is so far from what I've played. Um, yeah, it's really really great all around I best need... concept really yeah and i think each chapter has its own game design so like at one point you're literally like a, a league of legends sort of style game and then like another chapter you're like you know doing random puzzles it's like and stuff it's it's so many like different game uh features and stuff like that but in each different chapter like one point you're like flying a bloody uh a glider around and they're like that's it's good cool. one is like an underwater like swimming area and it's like this how the fuck did they make this game like not only did is the game good but every single style like game feature that they used is top notch that's that must have been so hard to do not only to get like one thing right but to get everything right so far um but yeah that's the game of the years that's really good that's cool. um good stuff i like it my migraine is so kind of going away, which is good. That's good. Yeah, I'm not feeling nauseous it's anymore. A little chirpy, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you? No, do I... it's not oh. time to kill the MCU. Yeah, do you want to do that next? Then then we can do posters, or vice versa. Well, uh, well I mean, that's if we get onto posters. We'll uh, do the, the MCU thing first. Yeah, let's I feel do like that. Maybe we might have. Uh, I might. We might prove me wrong in about an hour's time. Yes. But, um, I feel like there might be less to say on this than there was last time around. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, so, <laughs> the, by the way, this is written, this is on the same website that I mentioned last time called Tom's Guide. Yep. And I will I will do a Facebook post uh, tonight and I will put all of the three of the articles that we've read. I was going to, yeah, that's fine. I, 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 I was going to ask you last time for the... Uh... Uh, articles but i forgot i forgot uh yeah no I'll, I'll find them and i'll do a thing for it in our um in the globe of geekum um mm. uh facebook group facebook group which you can join you, right now join. um this one is by uh aaron asadi yes uh who is a, diff a different article uh a different author sorry than the last article um and uh, the first line of this makes me laugh because it's cool and Ooh. it just sets the precedence really good. It says, comic book universes are awful things and I love them for it. <laughs> yes. And that's exactly... Uh, and then he goes on to say, like, um, uh, 
Uh, do you remember when Professor X uh, wiped Magneto's mind and he uh, invertedly created Onslaught? Uh, yeah. <laughs> an omnipotent monster that at some point in 1996 got smashed out of his physical form by Hulk, turning it into a gaseous rift. And then it just goes on and on, like listing all of these interconnected different shit that happens. Um, nice. Which is really cool. And also there's that's literally apparently where the article ends for me. Oh. As the rest of it has not loaded in. Great. Um well, that was good. Thank you. Thank you. For, <laughs> thanks for everybody. There we go. There we, there we are. Nice one. Um, yeah. So there's a good line here that he says, comic book universes cannot withstand their own expansion. No. Which is a really interesting line. Mm. Uh, and really interesting, like... Um, it also says that they never could, implying that they've never got it right. Like it's not a new thing that this is a thing. Yeah, comic book wise, it's just, yeah, it's... this is just how it how it's always been. Um, they continually collapse, reset, break, rejoin, split, fix, die, rebirth. <laughs> <laughs> Good. This is what history tells us, and what the future holds. Um, yeah anyway um so it's kind of like i guess this article is is kind of going on to say like they're beautiful messes but that should kind of be left as it is because it it does produce great moments within it yeah you know within all the mess something lines up perfectly at some point and that's really good yeah um or there's there's you know it's enough to say that there's glitzing little needles in the haystack of bigger sweeping arcs and things um i suppose we can we can add to this by saying the the expansion of the MCU is a good thing. I want to pick up on something that you said last podcast because it's an important one to talk about. Is the inclusivity and the fact that more things are getting pulled in and it's giving more opportunity for representation within the MCU. Yeah. Not just of characters and the fans and then the communities that exist comic book-wise around those characters, mm. but also for um, wider things like representation of race and of different... Um, personalities and characters and genders and different things yeah and that's a really cool thing in many ways yeah um yeah because we're, we're starting to see like the shift in uh you know like whole diversity and stuff in the mcu and what i'm really liking is you know the introduction to these newer characters that are yeah you know what basically you know it's oh it's hawkeye but female version but for a character perspective it's it's a lot deeper than that you know everyone would just look at like you know the posters to hawkeye and little traces and be like ah well kate bishop is just hawkeye but female no you know because the the story so far in the show is really good um and you know it, it borrows directly from the comic of um the 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 famous hawkeye one um forgotten his name what is that comic called it's great um either way um but it there's so many uh great comics like that um which i'm sure loads of fans desperately want to see on the big screen um you know we only just recently got miles morales um as its own character in like movies and we're probably going to get like a trilogy of his films in the future very soon after tom holland goes yeah very much need that um 2099 spider-man you know completely different um I mean, so it's like, yeah, it's the same character, but it's, you can't have Peter have, you know, tell 
the story that Mars Morales goes through because a that's not fair and b it just wouldn't feel right. You 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 know Peter Parker as a character is completely different to a Miles or um, others like that, a Spider Gwen. Um, you know I'd really much like just to see a a Spider Gwen movie, just to be like, hey, this isn't really connected to anything like that. This isn't another universe, but. Boom. Just a one-off movie. Just like. a one-off movie, Spider-Gwen. A bit like Joker or something. Mm. You know, why not? Why not do that? Um, it's different enough. It's interesting. The characters are great. I did think about it. I don't think they will do it. Mm. But I, I thought about whether they would do that with um, MJ in the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. As Zendaya. And they would have a, a point at which Tom Holland Spider-Man dies, tragically. Yeah. And then she picks up the mantle of... And then she like Spider Woman, yeah. Spider Woman or Spider Girl or what or something, and then yeah. you know, um, or just Spidey or something like that. And yeah, then, and Miles comes along as well, and then they have like a, a duopoly of Spider Woman. Yeah, Spider-Woman. Um, um, but oh, they God, do like this... a live action version of what they're doing with the animated thing. But there is a whole I bunch don't think of be the case. you know, like, you know, we were speaking last week of like, oh God, we need to know when to stop with like the whole Marvel Universe thing. There needs to be an end point. Um, and one of the counteractions is just sort of, yes, but we're then going to be stopping a lot of these beloved stories from being told, um, you know, more Black Panther. We've only had one Black Panther film ever. You know, I'd like to see more of him. Shang-Chi's just getting kicked off. Eternals, I mean, didn't really need to be told or whatever, but like all the, the TV shows, all of the movies that have been announced they're all like completely new and different characters that they haven't really had their shine uh, light shone on them um because you know if we don't do this um i mean yeah it doesn't really have to be connected that you, you could just make like independent films um but like how many batman films have we had how many superman films have we had how many spider-man films have we had how many x-men films have we had and not like a she-hulk i guess <laughs> She-Hulk's a weird name. Uh, Moon Knight is a great character that I'd very much like to you know, see multiple iterations is, of. Yeah, the thing is, is that we've only... When you think about it, like it, it's easy to think now because superhero movies are so well-placed that there's been loads of Batman and there's been loads of Spider-Man, yeah. which in some cases is true, but actually when you think about it, there's not been. No. Like, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man was the first live-action Spider-Man, wasn't it? Um, was there, there a was a before? there was a Japanese TV show of it. Um, okay. Yeah, which it was the first like Western adaption? Yeah, like, Western property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Bat Batman before like the sixties one, for example. Yeah. Uh, Batman's slightly different because it got an earlier start than most superheroes to that stuff. Yeah. Um, and there was some. I think there was some sixties superhero adapt uh, Superman adaptations. I don't can't remember. Maybe. Yeah. But like the the first like big live action Batman movie is. Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah. Which, like grounded, not like yeah, the silly... Not like the modern version of Batman yeah. from the comics, not the 60s version of Batman. Yeah. It changed uh, which, comic book history, that yeah. film did. Yeah. Yeah. Which is actually only in the 1989. Yeah. 1990s. So it's like, well, that actually wasn't that long ago. And yeah. there's only been a few Batman movies when these comic books have been around for a long time. And you think about it, it's like, mm. well, those two heroes are probably the most published, but there's not been that many like like wonder woman for example has not been in that many live action properties no. and to what she should be which is hundreds of comics this and then maybe when you think about like 
well, if those if those popular heroes, if the main heroes have only had so much, then of course there's loads of characters underneath them that yeah. haven't even scratched the light of day yet. And yeah. Even though we're starting to get that now, I'd like to see I'd like to see a good version of Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah. You know, you've had one crack at it; it didn't work. But you know, do like a a Shang Chi esque film. You know, I think you know Elektra and Daredevil. Shang Chi too, maybe. Maybe, or you know, when they'll bring in Defe- the Daredevil and all that again, I'd like to see another Punisher. Film. Punisher's actually had a few films. He has, he's had like maybe three, four films, and obviously the show that was on Netflix that was really good. Luke Cage has only had a Netflix show, I think, and that's it. I remember the time that Quentin Tarantino wanted to do a Luke Cage film. That would have been great and different. Um, yeah, it's it's you need to be a bit more fair with. What what characters that you do more of? I mean, yeah, Spider Man is Marvel, but give the chance to others. I'm trying to look at like the poster I've got in the background and see all the characters that are there that we haven't <laughs> that we haven't really seen a lot of. Um, Ghost Rider, but good. <laughs> You've had two films, um, and the Agents of, of Shield. Yeah, yeah. Like in Humans, that was an absolute flop, but there is a story behind that that you can tell. Um, yeah, Moon Knight, bloody uh, Red Hulk. That's an interesting thing with uh, jo- uh, General Ross becoming the thing that he absolutely despises. Um, Better Ray Bill, Nova. Like, all these different characters that I haven't had the chance yet, and I'm sure they will do in the future. Um, God, what others are there? Uh, there's just so many there's characters. There's a dog in the bottom right-hand corner. Bottom right, Cosmo. Cosmo. Cosmo, the space dog, the Russian, the Russian space dog. You actually see him in Guardians of the Galaxy One. Yes, you do. Don't you, you do. Yes, yeah. that's true. Um, where's my yeah. Cosmo trilogy? <laughs> where's your Cosmo trilogy? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, again, leader, the um, the Hulk villain. Mm. I mean, yeah, we always get like, oh, the Hulk, but versus the U.S. Army, or like, abomination, which we've evil, had once. Evil Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, Red Hulk, but I'd like to see a Red Hulk. Uh, villain where like you know jonathan ross uh, jonathan ross not a fucking tv presenter <laughs> jesus christ no um general jonathan ross turns into um red hulk he at might some, do at times when he gets really annoyed. but like the angrier that red hulk gets the hotter he gets so uh hmm. don't get him angry um and then leader is effectively a super genius that you know where got a big brain the he's the one above uh top right of hulk and a top left of the blue one a bomb he's tiny and he's below the red dinosaur yeah I... oh god my eyes can't really see him going. yeah I can't really see. I, I not really good lighting in this room red and black suit yeah um no no below that i think uh, he's, he's got a green head oh i see him yeah that's the leader yeah with the orange yeah he kind of looks like brainiac a little bit kind of yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah that's really cool um it's just so, like, we're obviously going to get Ms. Marvel, uh, Camilla Khan, um, which is, like, you know, the whole, that aspect of the heroes. Uh, My favourite bit about this poster is the Celestials in the background. Yeah, they're really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Modok, but as a big-time villain. Yeah. I and mean, we've had, like, sort of hints towards um, the, the organisation AIM, and we obviously get Modok in the Avengers game. Not really good game, even though the campaign was pretty good. Is that Galactus um, out the back? Uh, no, but hey, that's what I mean. Galactus, but as a good villain. Why is he you know? in this poster? 
I don't know. It probably is Galactus, but I don't know. I can't remember. Or is um, this the one with the handle heads up at the top? Yeah, that might be is Galactus. I don't know. Or is he the like? It looks like there's a, like something in the background of them as well, but I can't. It might just be the lighting effect. Maybe Eternity. I don't know. Eternity is effectively the universe, but a person. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, in the Infinity War, uh, Infinity Gauntlet comic, like Thanos wins, and he gets, becomes so powerful that he just defeats Eternity and becomes Eternity himself. And but because no, and because he's eternity, his body is lifeless, and that's how like Nebula gains the gauntlet and then resets everything. That's how that story ends, which he's, is like Thanos becomes too powerful. He becomes too powerful, yeah, which is really awesome. Nebula's just like fuck this. Cheers. Yeah, <laughs> cheers, mate. Cheers, mate, for being dead now. Except um, now you're locked in eternity, and therefore you can't affect. Him. No, he she like reverses that, so he doesn't become eternity. And why would you just let him? Just let him be the like vessel of the universe, and then it's like, well, that's weird. That's a bit weird. It's a bit weird. Yeah, it's like, a bit weird. If you think about it, he couldn't affect them because yeah. he, he's like, I don't know. But, but yeah, the point is, there's so many characters that need their own stories being told. Um, but is it? God. Mm, do they need their own stories being told, or is it just? I feel as though they for, do. I feel as though for inclusivity, yes. You know, there's not many like Muslim. Uh, comic book characters that have been portrayed there's not been very Egyptian uh, like Moonlight is a finally getting and he's an Egyptian character um, there's there's not enough minority superhero characters yeah, in general but exactly. that's the problem with comic books yeah yeah. which I, again I feel as though they're getting better at um, and just sort of like like we were saying I think Namor the um, effectively Aquaman but for Marvel like he may or may not be the villain of Black Panther 2 because that makes sense, because Wakanda and Atlantis are like war with each other constantly. And it's like, oh, ooh, two heroes, kind of, going against each other. It's cool. Mm-hmm. And they'd probably kiss and make up at the end. Um, what other aspects? What other aspects of like why the MCU should not die? Money? Probably. Here's one for you. Good. Which I, th- I still think is one that they haven't. They're not utilizing enough, and Eternals was an extremely good example of this. And that is the opportunity to tell individual and new stories, but with the backdrop and world building and 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 support of something like the Marvel Cinematic Law. Yeah. You know, if you think about it, it's like it's like it's kind of like you said that Marvel started to do and then didn't do, which is that they're doing a space movie and then they're doing a this movie and they're doing a this movie and a historic movie and a fantasy type movie was like yes they kind of are but they're still very much sticking to the rails yeah and what i i would like to see more of but i think this is a reason why they shouldn't end the mcu because i think it's still on the horizon for them Mm. is that well you could just make like pick a really cool superhero character that's not had a film yet yeah and then tell a specific story in a specific time period about that character yeah and and the values of of what they come up against in different things and then you could pick like a oh, I've always wanted to tell this kind of story about this particular like philosophy or something or this part of life that we all go through here's the perfect superhero character that nobody's heard of because they're very obscure hmm. but here's the perfect oh it doesn't have to be a hero it could be a villain as well it could yeah. be any character it could be a side character but you're like I want to tell from this perspective I'd very much like there to be a villain film in the MCU yes we haven't had one yet no have we? not yet no, I'd very much like to see that maybe like a Mordo film or like a, a Dormammu movie. 
I don't know, that probably wouldn't work, but... Would Dormammu would be an interesting character to hang around with? I mean, it, uh, what, what was the story? I might get this wrong again, but I briefly read this, that Dormammu's niece or, like, granddaughter or daughter or something like that is called Clea, and she is, like, a love interest to Doctor Strange. Of course. Something like that. That sounds very comic. Something like that. Yeah, that sounds... And that she sounds becomes the, the... the, the uh, uh, the god of the dark dimension or something like that yeah um yeah go all out do it <laughs> do it um i haven't really got much else to say about this is just yeah mcu's kind of doing something right uh, there's a funny paragraph here that, go ahead. Um, that uh <laughs> that is in this article by um uh in this article by aaron and he says that <laughs> says that to amuse myself, I sometimes imagine a secret room at Warner Brothers where execs are furiously trying to connect the parts of their universe that work. Yeah. Gal stays. Patterson is testing well, though he will need to figure out how how we're losing Affleck. Okay, cool. But what about Keaton? What? We're bringing him back. Oh, God. <laughs> it's okay. We're, gonna, we're going this to is, make um... it in a Flash movie. We're still doing that? Yes. And there are two flashes <laughs> in it. God. <laughs> the CW one as well. No, no, that's weird. But Supergirl is the CW one. No, that can't be because of the Superman problem. Well, we've still got Henry, haven't we? Dunno. Maybe the guy who played his torso is Shazam. <laughs> oh, God, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine just being like a film of Torso Superman. That's it. That's the game. Torso Superman. Um... With the whole, like, uh, trying to interconnect everything, Mm. um, they should probably just do, like, another Guardians film. Because Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't too interconnected with uh, the rest of the MCU. It was just like this, this story that happens in a galaxy somewhere. These just weirdos come together and they save the universe. We don't even have to save the universe. But just, they do something cool. They have a little story. They bond. They have nice fun. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy was like, is one of my favorite Marvel movies. But it 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 it's one of the better ones because it. You're right. It is this individual story. It is connected because it's got the Infinity Stone in it. Yeah. But that's the only connection. And, and it's like and maybe, like the explanation of it. Up, but... Yeah, and it's like maybe like five minutes of like the explanation and having Thanos in, and that's it. Everything else is I like could, I would have even said that you could have you could have made that movie better by taking Thanos out completely and not mm. having that scene there, yeah. and focusing on a different villain entirely who just wants to use maybe Ronan, maybe <laughs> maybe having him. Oh dear, maybe um, him as the villain. Maybe maybe. He, maybe him instead. Yeah. Wait, wasn't he? Oh no, wait, no, I don't know. I he was remember. the villain, but um, he he he's not a villain. He's just a vessel. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe maybe doing something like, oh, well, maybe this character just wants the Infinity Stone because they want to be all powerful and stuff, and they want to smash loads of things and destroy things and great motivation, break reality, just because, yeah. just because, yeah, uh, have a better motivation. Yeah, 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 yeah. That they're seeking the Infinity Stone like Thanos is, but not have Thanos involved, not him have a, as a pawn, yeah, him, not have to buck against him and be like, I'm not going to do what you say anymore because I've got an Infinity Stone. Yeah, you know, that would have been cool because people would have been like, oh, this is really cool adventure about this band of lovable idiots in space that have to bunch together but oh wait that's an infinity stone all oh, that will come back around yeah. in, in, in you know that's the perfect way to do a disconnected story is is yeah you've got Hint to choose something but not enough you've got to choose something that is 
is is connected but it's it's removed enough that it doesn't directly affect anything that's necessarily going on yeah. at that point in the story you know obviously it does later down the line but that's just the nature of that particular story yeah but you can have it as a piece of lore or a location or something and you go oh wait we've already been here but okay it's not going to affect anything that's going on you know it's yeah. the opposite of the star wars thing <laughs> it's it's don't don't weave everything together too much yeah. to the point at which there's different planets than Tatooine. To the point at which that apparently Skywalkers are the only fucking people that matter in the universe. Yeah, like that's the you know yeah. that's the quintessential problem. Mm. Another benefit that the MCU has is because they've got such a cascade of is cascade the right word of like Marvel lore. They got years and years and years of like Marvel comics that they can just pick and choose the good ones, you know. Mm. Civil War was like somewhat successful, and they're like, "Oh, we can make a film out of that." Yeah, it doesn't have to be exact, and we can like adaptate, uh, adapt it to a a thing that makes sense to the story, mm. which works. Um, but then when like a Civil War two comes out, which isn't really that good, they can be like, "Yeah, we probably won't do that one. We won't make that one into a film." Yeah. Um, yeah. So the counterpoint he makes to the other article here is that he he loves comic books and he loves the chaos of it, and the anxiety induced doubt <laughs> about <laughs> just how badly things will res- will be resolved this time around, and this kind of thing. You know, um, the only thing worse than a <laughs> he says the oh, I'm not sure how I agree with this. Maybe this is just the kind of person I am, but the only thing worse than a bad sequel is a good ending. Bad sequel's a good ending. What does he mean by that? As in, like, the movie is bad, but the ending's good? Yeah. Anything worse? The only thing worse than having a bad sequel to something is having a good ending. To that bad sequel? No, just to anything. Oh. I guess what he's saying is that... <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree with that, because he's saying that, like, a bad thing is it ending. Isn't he? He's saying the only thing worse than having a bad sequel after the original movie is a good ending to the original. Yeah. Or the original comic property. See, I, 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 the reason I find that interesting is the same reason that you've just said. I don't agree with that. Yeah. Like, I, stories are meant to end. Yeah. They're meant to end. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't mean that other stories can't happen in that same universe. Yeah. But every story has to come to an end, and... And this is the whole big question I think that all of this is about, is this balance between where do you draw the line with the connectivity of everything? Yeah. At the moment, Marvel seems pretty hard on pressing that button. Yeah. And not being, you know, afraid to show it either. You know, I liked Shang-Chi because it felt it was more disconnected, a little bit like Guardians of the Galaxy was. It yeah. Felt like, oh, until the post-credit scenes, which until, are fine. Until the post-credit scenes, which is just like, oh, it's just Marvel post-credit scene. Fine. Yeah, what do you expect? It wasn't particularly interesting. The post-credit scenes are always supposed to like connect in everything, which yeah. is like, yeah, you which can is a Marvel that. trope now. But uh, you, you know, it was, you it was like, okay, this is cool, but it's not that interesting. Cool. It doesn't. It probably make more sense later down the line. I don't have enough information for this to make sense. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the after-credit scenes are that now. Unless yeah. you're a deep comic book fan, you just kind of sit there and you go, all right, that doesn't really make any sense. They're just saying a bunch of shit. I'm sure it will make sense after the next couple of movies comes out. Yeah, you know. And then I'll come back and rewatch this a second time around and go, oh, I know yeah, what's coming. You definitely. know, maybe there's that that kind of interwoven stuff as well. 
but it's true it, it was kind of like oh this is just a, this story about a new guy he's not connected to anything it's about themes we've had it's about the world building that we've already laid down it's about the ten rings yeah and it's about the, the mandarin and stuff yeah but it's 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 not got any connection to at all to or at least they don't, well apart from um whatever his name Stanley was or whatever. I I heard a little theory that is actually really interesting about the Ten Rings yeah which I'm like please expand it to that because again it's so another like angle of disconnecting the universe or expanding it to the point where fuck yeah that's awesome the Ten Rings in the comics is literally like finger rings and like they only have like their individual powers and stuff like that whereas the ten rings in the movie it's like on the wrists and like the uh, the lower arms we presume they did that change to avoid uh, infinity avoid stone the thing. infinity stone thing but because like the second film has come up uh, is now being uh, made and it'll probably be in the future where you can now like do similar things because it's been long enough from infinity uh, Infinity War and like the whole Infinity Stones and stuff and it makes me think that um, in the comics the Ten Rings are very very heavily linked to the world of dragons and stuff like that and like Fing Fang Foom is like part, a part of these like race of dragons that like gain power and whatever and what if the rings are meant to be the finger rings for the dragons Oh, that's really interesting. That's really cool. That's quite yeah. cool. Yeah, that makes sense. And then it's sense. just like, you know, the dragons came to like Earth and whatever, and then they lost the rings. I mean, we've already had a dragon introduced. Exactly, yeah. Why not? Expand it all. Like, have these other like dragons just come involved and be like, hey, I remember them. They were they were mine. I want to put them back on my fingers and just like start being awesome and shit. But that, that makes sense. That's really cool. So it still keeps it. It's, an, again, that adaptation of a comic that, works like you know civil war is not exactly the same as like a comic but it's got the same themes and got the yeah. same adaption is something that yeah the mcu has done really well and consistently well yeah um yeah it's good i, I that would that would be cool i'd that really would, like that, that would be an angle to do like a, a thing fan film movie that it was completely disconnected from everything well I mean, yeah like i say maybe like and that's what they'll do in shang chi too necessarily think it's a character you need to have mm. woven into everything like why would you you wouldn't you know, I mean, but here's the thing is that I, and maybe this is going back to a gripe that I have with a lot of the movies, is that there's always something that needs to bend it back in. Yeah. And the further you move away, the harder it is to do that. Yeah. If you still want to do that. And I feel that Marvel still wants to very much do that at the moment. And yeah. he's kind of, and he's in many ways kind of trying to double down on a lot of it. You know, I think Shang-Chi was an exception Yeah. to the rule. Whereas things like Eternals, very much connected to everything. Yeah, connects a bit too much. Hawkeye, from what I've seen, very much connected to a lot of things. The thing with Eternals also is because because it's telling a story about these beings that have spanned over many, many, many thousands of years, they have to keep on trying to make excuses uh, for things that have come before it. Like, oh, why wouldn't Thanos involve? Why wouldn't you involve with Thanos? Well, they have to explain that. Or else people would just keep on nitpicking and stuff. So they're, they've caught themselves in a little bit of a trap, really. Um, you know, which might end up happening to future Marvel films where, you know, oh, why wasn't this character involved? Why wasn't this character involved in this story and stuff like that? And, hmm. There is that, there is that trouble of future planning, yeah. And that I, 
And this is the thing. And this is the thing that is the curse of the comic books as well, is that very rarely that kind of happens. Yeah. You know, I suppose it's the, I suppose you can say, like, oh, but, but that's, like, the point of an on-rolling story is you never know what's around the corner. So yeah. if something feeds back in. But it's like, yeah, but in order to have... In order to have that kind of story structure where you where you know that you're building towards something, hmm. you have to be laying the ground seeds for what's to come right from the start. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a major thing. It doesn't have to be so obvious that it's blurted in your face. But it's just the introduction of a stone. Yeah. And people go, oh shit, I know what that is yeah. about. And then a couple of movies down the line, you see it again, or you something is mentioned to it again, or you know, and even when you you know you then go off and the heroes have a different story, yeah. but then they come back in and they find out that this thing has happened, and this thing is now another Infinity Stone that they need to now go and investigate. You know, that's the kind mm. of it's the seeds of that being laid. Um, I'm really trying hard not to give a D and D example here. <laughs> I'm oh, you're going to gonna disappoint people with their bingo cards. Oh, <laughs> Can't. Do it. Sorry if you lose because of that, but yeah, I'm not going to do that today. But like that's what you have to do is it like it's I guess that's the whole I guess there's two ways of telling an interconnected story, yeah. isn't there? There's the one where you sparingly kind of build up for things, but you allow room for characters to breathe. Which is And I think it... the MCU should continue because I think they've laid a really good groundwork for all of that. They just need to now do it. They yeah, just yeah. now need to now yeah. have individual stories think... where I look at it and I go, that is disconnected from everything. And it's just disconnected about, enough. And it's just about but, a character. Yeah. I tell you what, but, oh, I, it's still I, set in, you know, New York. So I oh, think, Spider-Man reference. I think you're very much like Hawkeye then. I genuinely think so because Hawkeye, yes, it, it, it's dealing with Hawkeye's past about being Ronan during like the start of Endgame and like what he's done. And this, this show is, isn't oh the world's gonna end as far as i know and it's <laughs> i haven't seen the last two episodes i've seen four and it's just this grounded there's ah, gangs in new york <laughs> that's it. it and and there's so many moments in the show so far when it's just kate bishop and hawkeye just in a room just talking and it's so great and i generally think hawkeye's one of the strongest mcu characters now because of it and, you know, he, he says a really great quote, which I don't really want to... Oh, it, it's not a spoiler, but it's not... Um, you kind of know the story anyway. Like, Kate Bishop asks him, what's your greatest ever shot? Like, what's the best thing you've yeah, done? Yeah. And he says, the one that I didn't take. And you're like, fuck, okay, right? Don't, don't get me emotional, man. Right in the field. <laughs> yeah. And he's referencing to the... Because his mission before was when he got told by S.H.I.E.L.D. to go and try and kill natasha romanoff but he didn't take the shot because he saw that she wanted out and he saved her and helped her yeah. and helped her and ah oh, development man it's so good um that is quite cool yeah yeah i really really like that so much but again there's so many of those moments and there's so many like little and personal problems that Kate and Hawkeye is going through and they, you know, have a little bit of banter in there. It's not, like, over the top either. Great action scenes is also, and, like, the v- people that are introduced are great, yeah. I, th- I genuinely think it's probably the... Because s- I love Loki so much, I think Hawkeye's probably the second, if not first, like, best show that's come out from 
the Disney Plus it's era. I might have to might have to give it a watch. Mm. I yeah, I that's that's fair enough. I still I still think that it, there's very much kind of like there's still a part of me that there's still a part of me that's like hmm, this is kind of there's still there's still characters that show up that are interconnected. Like I know that yeah, Florence Pugh's character is in. Hawkeye. I've, mm. I've seen the spoilers. She's yeah, 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 yeah. She wants to kill him. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't know where it's going to lead, though. Like, yeah, like what? Like, yeah. I don't. You don't know where it's going to lead, but there's still a part of me that's like, well, it's still, it's still about him as Ronan, which we've seen in in Endgame. Yeah. So it's still connected to the events of what's happened. It's. Um, I, 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 I there's a part of me that 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 knows I sound like a complete dick at the moment because I'm being <laughs> very hypocritical. Yeah, that's no, fair. Because there's a lot of things that I have watched that ha- are interconnected and yeah. maybe don't see it as much in those stories. I guess what I'm trying to say is it's like, can't you just make, uh, can't you make a Hawkeye thing that is about Hawkeye and maybe about a past that he's had, mm. but doesn't have those other things in it. Mm. Doesn't have another showing up to kill him yeah, because of all this stuff that's happened mm. before. I think this isn't necessarily about his past with Ronan, but it's just I'm... about his past in general. I'm really hoping that, this whole Florence Pugh little arc yeah. is just going to be a little thing. But then, it like, because, yeah, it, this is what was teased at the end of Black Widow and stuff like that. So you knew this was happening. Yeah. I think it will probably just be this next episode and that's it. And then... But then Florence Pugh's character we know has spoken to this mysterious character that was in... Uh, or V or whatever. It was it Val, that was it. Val, Val, yeah. Yeah. So we know that that's connected to yeah. bigger things that are happening within yeah. the MCU. And but I think... the point is it's kind yeah, of like... Yeah. No, like snip, snip a few of the threads. Mm. Leave a couple, okay. Yeah, but snip a few. I, th- I, I think what they, I think what they're going to do is in the next two episodes is going to be like, oh, they're probably going to kiss and make up and like you know explain <laughs> everything, um, and then it's just going to go back into being like, right, Hawkeye's still dealing with this, and you know it, it's not going to focus too much on the other stuff. No, I think that's cool, which is and great, I, and I think it's cool that he, he, he and. Um, Yelena are probably going to find some sort of kinship in them mm. joint grieving for Natasha. Yeah. Because he's lost the best friend and she's lost the sister that she felt she never had and things. Yeah. Cool. I'm all for that. It's great. And there's two great actors there to pull it off. Mm. That's that's really good. And I like the angle of like Hawkeye being a, a mentor because mm. we didn't really, we've not really. He's a very him. reluctant mentor in this as well. And you can see his reasons. Like I love, again, some of the interactions between him and Kate and throughout this show, he, you know, he keeps on saying stuff like, I don't really want the limelight. I'm just... And I love the fact that he just treats everything as if it's a job. Like, well, yeah, of course it is. He's like a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent and he just... But like, you know, the whole Avengers thing is like, bad guys have to do with... All right, nine till five. All right, just get on with this. And then he just comes back, gets home, whatever. That's it. That's his day-to-day life. It's as if, you know, he is going to work and he's not like a rich billionaire that is just like having fun or, you know, a soldier that is trying to deal with the morality of America and yeah. stuff like that. But Hawkeye, I'm doing a job. It's whatever. I don't care about the stars and stripes. I don't want a costume. I don't want any of this. I just want to see my family. There's so many of those great moments. Cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Maybe I'll watch it. I, I don't know. It's, 
the thing is with a lot of this is that I'm not as I am not as invested as you. Yeah, no, it's fair. easier for me to go on. Oh, no, I've got I've got ten other things I want to watch. I know. Yeah, it's <laughs> that that's another problem. That is going to be so much stuff that comes out that you just like. Oh God, need to I mean, catch up. You know, yeah. this is the this is the thing. Is like it's, and this is this is one of the things that's a bit of a a thing that I think the reason that I want more disconnected things with the MCU is that it's it's harder to now nitpick what you watch within the MCU. Because even mm. though there's lots of variety, they, they're still all on the same... They're all connected they're still. They're all connected yeah. still. So you get the comic book thing where you go, mm. where you have to read this issue and this yeah, issue. You know. Where it's just like, can't I just have, like, like can't I just have a thing where I, like, read, like... The... I think Shang-Chi was definitely that first one. And that's why yeah. I liked it yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. I was like, cool. Yeah. This was like, Shang-Chi, this is like the, the akin that I have this to. Yeah. Shang-Chi was like watching a really good graphic novel solo story. Yeah. That was just yeah. about one hero. Okay, it was pretty basic. It was not. You can it was have not like a, it was an origin story, but it was like it you, was still a good. You can have the novel. offhand things like you see Abomination versus Wong, and you're like, for fans like me and stuff that like, get it's the references, service, you're yeah. like fan service. But it what two minutes? Yeah, that's it. It's all it needs. Yeah, it's a little Easter egg. Yeah, fine. I I mean it 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 doesn't it, it it's a bit annoying that it is there, but it's it's fine. But then again, it's like you wave it away, but also it sort of sets up the area that they're in. It's like, oh, this is a little cage fighting place. You see a lot of similar characters, and you see like what you can go up against and what is capable here. Pull, amazing. Yeah, yeah, sweet. And that, those kind of references are alright because they're fine. It doesn't it doesn't impact anything. It's not yeah. connected to anything. It's just a oh, Wong and Abomination come here to just to settle bets. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, like everybody else here. It's whatever. But whatever. Cool. <laughs> you know. I'm sure it's not like one will be introduced properly later down the line. It's not like there's going to be an abomination film that you have to watch Shang-Chi for that one two minute scene. And yeah, Yeah. Yeah. like those fan service nostalgia moments of like when they're done right, they're done well. It's when they get done too much. That's the problem, but that's fine. But it's, it's one of those things where it's like, just have a, have a disconnected movie because then you get to really have a beginning and an end to a disconnected story. Yeah. And, and make one of those great characters, the one of the many, 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 many great characters that you have at your disposal, go on a really personal story. It kind of comes down to the same thing as your Spider-Man thing, is that we haven't really seen Tom Holland's Spider-Man... Be his own thing. Be his own thing. Mm-hmm. And it's... Uh, okay, we're getting, we're getting three more. I feel as though we're going <laughs> to... I think it's going to be hard to do, but I feel as though we're going to get a little bit more in this, um, because there's that bit in the trailer where he like steals something from Doctor Strange, and it's like, oh, so he's going to be a bit rebellious against the bigger heroes that is good because this is spider-man acting for his own interest well not own own interest but what he feels is the better thing to do seems like that especially in the first half of this movie that there's a lot of interaction between him mj and ned yep and i like that yeah that they are taking the time to lay that groundwork out yeah because it's important that they do before they do all the crazy fucking shit that's going to happen in this movie like doctor Um, strange throwing a bus at spider-man or something shit yeah um yeah but I, I, that's got to be done. But I also think that it's, you know, um, what am I trying to say here? It's also important to have like, I, I, we haven't really had a story where Spider Man is just being Spider Man mm-hmm. in his neighborhood against one, yeah, you, one force. You can argue Homecoming. Which yes. I feel is though yeah. more than Far From that, Home. That's, Far From that's Home. That's the closest we've yeah. had with this Spider-Man, but still Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. The mentor, which you know. his fault that this is going on. Yeah. So it isn't disconnected; it's connected, but via that. Yeah. You know, that's the the web that connects that. But I'd love for 
and and this is why I say there's still hope for it because there's three more movies coming out of Tom Holland Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So maybe we will. Maybe we'll just have a separate Spider Man yeah. universe where Tom Holland gets to be Spider Man, and that'll be yeah. really cool. You know, nice. and it will introduce Miles and these these things and stuff, but it won't necessarily be as connected as these three movies have to what's going on in the wider world. Yeah, because it kind of does feel a little bit like Spider Man is being used as a vessel for moving the Avengers story forward. Yeah, or at least it has in the last three movies a little bit. Um, maybe less so with the the middle one, but mm. but maybe st- yeah, maybe less so with the middle one, but maybe still in a way because of the outcome of it. I don't know. Mm. But it's kind of a prequel to this movie, really, yeah. isn't it? But anyway, mm. this, is, this is not criticisms, Will. This is why... This is just thoughts. Continue. This is thoughts. And we probably repeated yeah. a lot of stuff we said on the previous one. But hey, it's interesting convos. I think the main uh, the, the main thing that this guy says, this article is a lot shorter. Yeah. But the main thing he's saying is like, it, it should continue because it's it's the spectacle that you look for that mm. is really good and there's a lot more yeah. to come from this you know? there's more stories you can tell there you've got you've story. got an opportunity there's now an opportu- there's always an opportunity and with the resources behind them like i still i'll be honest i used to, i'm getting a kick i really want to see galactus yeah at some point yeah because i think that would be awesome i want to see what kang does though as well like fuck uh, not really no i like that's, don't get me wrong what from what we saw of Kang fascinated him as a character. I think yeah, great. yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love the idea that there's multiple versions of him and all have a dis- yeah. different personality. Um, but I don't like. I'm, he doesn't excite me as much as something like like a Galactus like or anything. A, yeah, yeah. Like, because that's for me that is broader scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're opening up more of the yeah. lore, the lore of the universe. Yeah, that's fair. Of, of Marvel, you know. I I'm I'm waiting for this. Basically, Will is waiting for the Silver Surfer to show up in the mm, MCU. That's yes. what I'm waiting for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway. the MCU should live definitively, objectively. It should it go on for another twenty movies. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it might take that to get to wherever they're headed. Probably. I mean, I probably would. You got Fantastic Four. How, how many phases X-Men. do you think there will be in total? This is a really good question. I think three. How many phases? Do you think I think about three again. I think maybe two. Because we're in phase four. Because you're like you know you you got to do like the sequel. You don't have to, but you got to do like another film for Guardians three, Thor four, you know four, (laughs) introducing like Jane Foster's Thor and stuff like that. You got to get their like you know interactions and you got to introduce them as interesting characters so you actually give a shit. And then you're introducing these newer ones. That's a good example that I completely forgot about. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no good. Jane Foster, the whole story with her in the comics. It's great. It's great. Yeah. Do that, please. Which they are. Yeah, but but make sure you do do that and you don't do a load of other stuff instead. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. With Eternals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think they will. Taika yeah. Waititi's good enough, so. Do that, please. And also, Natalie Portman is a superb actress to come back on yeah. and do that. Yeah. So, I, I'm excited for um, four. Yeah. I have to say, I'm excited to see what he does with it. But Yeah, good stuff. Um, we're about two hours in. Do you want to... Do you want to do posters? Movie posters. Should we do movie posters? I know you haven't done a lot of research or whatever, but from a broad sense of standpoint, what makes a good poster? We'll talk about games as well. Games, video games like uh, and uh, movies and TV shows. What makes a good poster for like marketing? What makes you look at a poster and be like, wow, I want to see that. I'm intrigued. Shall we, shall we do a bit of a thing here? Go ahead. Um, go. Shall we? Shall we try and come up with like three definitive points? Yep. That make a good post. Yep. Three. Go. You yep. fire off with the first one. Um. 
not too clunky, not too crowded. Don't be don't be too yeah. Do also gotta be appealing to the eye, like some like eye catching things, like whether it's like symmetry or colors, and because I'm a weirdo like that. Visually catch the eye, yeah. Not be too clunky and cramped, yeah. And obviously we might yeah. Don't be too busy, but I feel we're gonna probably uh, contradict ourselves in this standpoint because I will say instantly that Infinity War as as good enough as a poster as it could do. Even though that has probably got every single fucking character on the planet involved in it. But I'd say it's visually appealing and it's symmetrical enough. Like with the whole like circle of characters and like Thanos in the middle and just overlooking everything. It looks, it looks good enough. I wouldn't say it's the best poster, but it's good. Yeah. Um, so busy. No, don't be busy. Be eye-catching and... What would you say is another? This might be a, this might be an interesting thing. Okay. But um, add an air of mystic, yes. of mystique to it. Don't give too much away. Don't give too much away. Draw yeah. us in with something. Yeah. That's yeah. what I would say. I'll take that. Although that's very that, that that's quite broad and it's that's very hard to kind of convey in a poster. Yeah. Which I'll admit that's why it's so hard to make them. But yeah. Um, I think it's doable certainly. Hundred mm, percent. Um, I'm going to go through the DVDs on my shelf and just be like, right, that's good, that's bad, that's good, that's bad, that's good, that's bad. Go for let's it. Let's do for every single one of them. Yeah. Right, let's you've do got, the... You've got quite a lot, actually. Let's do the MCU films, if you remember them. Um, so let's start off with Iron Man. What is, like, uh, uh, I, I mean, I could get up, like, the official posters of the MCU and show you them, if you can't remember, um... And obviously, there's going to be like alternate posters that um, they they have, which might be interesting. Whether what the hell is this? These are all out of order. Why would you? Why would you do that? Okay, so hopefully you can see that good enough. Um, I am using my Mac to do this, but um, I don't think that'll be big enough or whatever. No, it keeps on shrinking. Why does it do that? So can you see the Iron Man one? So it's got Iron Man. Can you open up the thing in a new tab? In a new tab. Let me try that. Twitter. 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 Yeah, these are the uh, official theatrical posters of the first 25 movies in the MCU. So it doesn't have uh, Eternals, but I could get a picture of that one up in a minute as well. Um, but yeah, Iron Man, I'd say it's fine. It's 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 okay, the uh, the poster. It's got Iron Man, and then it's just got a bunch of heads, which is going to be a very occurring theme with uh, the Marvel posters, where it's just a bunch of floating heads, which mm. we'll get onto some of them that look absolutely dreadful, and then some of them are better than, oh, better than all right. Um, trying to think. Um, yeah, would you see the Iron Man one's good? The Iron, Man, Iron Man one. The Iron Man one is is. It's okay. I think it's okay. I think yeah. I think it's. I think it gets the point across. I like the fact that it's kind of like this stylized throwback to Star Wars, where it's got the different heads and mm. the different characters. And this like, is the start of it. And being like, oh yeah, it. this is right. This is not bad. There's an intention. There's a theme there. Yeah. It gets a point. It's crossed well. It's not. It's not that eye grabbing. If you no. Were to see it or if you were to it's kind of dull. It's kind of dull. Yeah. Um, um, apart from the, I suppose apart from the Iron Man suit front and center, but there there was an alternate poster where it was just the arc reactor as the poster, and mm. I'm like, yes, 
that is really good. good. I really like that one because um, I can understand why it's simple. He didn't go with it, yeah, because Iron Man wasn't that well known to the wider audience. Yeah, yeah. At the point, uh, like now, that would work. Hundred percent. Like, yeah. That would be eye grabbing to the point. Leave intrigue of like, what? What does this mean? You know. Yeah. Um, another bit of this post that I really like is the um, sort of duality. You have like Robert Downey Jr. on one side, then you have Iron Man on the other. Sort of like them being two in one people like you know two sides of him and stuff um but yeah it's just maybe the other floating heads which is like ah oh, we've got to show this character we've got to show this actor because he's big yeah, show and stuff character off, show that character off. um this next one i actually really really like as a poster i really much like the incredible hulk poster um which has just got bruce banner and then above him hulk he's the hulk back with his back turned that's great it's great yeah that's it that is fantastic poster um, even though you could probably argue it's not really like a good film, um, Iron Man Two, it's it's kind of bad. It's it's pretty bad. It's just got whiplash in the middle, and then just heads again. But they're not like again, not it's really eye catching. It's it's. it's, 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 it's kind of, oh, I suppose it's got like the fire burst, but yeah, it's, it's kind of dull. It's the same as the previous one, just more. But more, but also it, there's no real like sort of there's no organization to it i don't think at all yeah um thor is okay you have thor in the middle and then you have like the four faces of heimdall odin loki and jane foster which is okay yeah um not really much of a standout captain america first adventure is again just a bunch of people and a head of red skull it's fine um Avengers is alright. Yeah, this is the problem with the MCU posters that none of them are none of them are that really that good. Avengers is okay. Iron Man three is again heads in the sky. And this is the trend of uh um some of the Marvel posters where they have like the love interest and their like hand is on the chest of the hero. It's Yeah, because that happens literally that happens consecutively. Like consecutively yeah. with Thor and Iron Man Three and yeah. things and um Winter Soldier, that's kind of meh. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's not really anything. Great film, but just a pretty bland poster. Guardians of the Galaxy is alright. Um, I suppose because it's it new and it new, was cut and it was different. And the theme I like the font of it, it's great. Um, I don't think there's there's a single one of these that I would call great. I would say. right. We'll, Maybe that's being a bit too harsh, but. I'll, I'll quickly run down the rest. Age of Ultron's fine, whatever. Ant Man is kind of basic. Civil War, I really like. Okay, yeah, the Civil, Civil War, the Civil is really War good. one is good because I like the, the two sides it's, it's and you got symmetry the symmetry and it's yeah, this is what like I mean. Lineup. You can imagine it kind of like a um, you can imagine like a comic book version of that. Yeah, poster. And I think you can like I think I've seen one. Actually. You can imagine this as like a um a, a, a boxing um promotion where you have like the main the main fight of the evening, and then you have all the other characters in the background and stuff. Um, Doctor Strange, it's interesting enough because of the whole weird yeah this is what we're talking about with symmetry where you have like the it's it's effectively the same skyscrapers but in different in the, in all the different corners of the poster and then you have just like the ring of i don't know teleportation in the middle and doctor strange coming out of it that's pretty cool um i like the guardians of the galaxy 2 poster where again with the little bit of the symmetry and then just like a bunch of people in it um like different poses i think it's it's very reminiscent of um the original star wars poster and yeah. Star Lord in the middle holding up the gun and it's sort of like creating the lightsaber effect sort of thing right there. Spider Man Homecoming. 
That is dreadful. That is atrocious. It's just a mess. You have Iron Man twice, you have Spider-Man twice, and then you've got the villain. No, that's not a good poster at all. (coughs) Ow, excuse me. Thor Ragnarok I really like. Um, Colour, symmetry with all of them lined in the middle, and then like the progressive characters get bigger as, as it goes outer. So you have the Hulk on the top and then Thor in the middle. Black Panther's fine. It's more of the design of the behind everyone's heads, which is alright. Um, yeah, it's okay. Then we have Infinity War, obviously. Symmetry's okay. And then just a bunch of characters everywhere. Ant-Man and the Wasp is interesting. I quite like the uh, the beehive uh, honeycomb aspect to it. Um, which, uh, I don't know. Um, it sort of looks like racetracks. And then it's just got heads everywhere of Ant-Man and the Wasp and stuff. Captain Marvel's kind of basic. It's just her with a star behind her. And she's glowing. It's alright. Um, Avengers Endgame, just purple. With a bunch of heads. Kind of got a bit of symmetry and like the lines and parallel to each other and stuff. I think when you, I think what makes the, the, the head designs better is when you introduce some sort of like symmetry or geometric yeah, thing into exactly. it. Yeah. A little bit like Ant-Man and the Wasp does, and a little bit like Guardians Two does, where it's got the, like, and that's the way, like, it's like Star Wars did. The, the like the lightsabers would always be divisions in the artwork. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of, and then there would be like a sh- uh, someone shooting a blaster that would be another one, and it kind of divides yeah. up the poster. Yeah. So each area less looks less busy because you then focus in on certain. Each areas. ones, yeah, yeah. Um, Spider-Man: Far From Home is probably the worst one out of the lot um, because it's just three characters and. No. This doesn't get me excited to watch it. Yeah. Um, Black Widow I quite like because it's got the the hourglass look of the... Or like the the Black Black Widow logo. And then you've got her in the middle. Then you've got the heads around her, which is like, "Ah, that's fine, I guess. Shang-Chi, it's interesting because I like the the blue and the colours of like the rings and stuff. But when you actually watch the film, it's so much more colourful. Yeah. Than the actual poster. That feels like one that should be a headshot poster with lots of color. That feels like it should get the mm. Guardians treatment because that's what yeah. that movie was. It was really colorful. yeah. It was really but colorful. I have to say, I do really like that. that yeah, really cool. I, I like I like uh, when we've been on top um, and uh, being ominous figure. So does the MCU. Fine. I think overall, there's maybe like one or two standouts, but that's it. Um, and then we've got on my. I'll, I'll go through the the rest of the Marvel ones that I got on my shelf. Um, I really like the Daredevil and Luke Cage uh, covers of their DVDs uh, for the Netflix shows, where it's just because um, I'm not sure if you've, you've have you ever seen Daredevil the Netflix show and you like have you seen the opening th- cr- uh, like uh, opening credits to it. Where it's like the really weird music, and it's sort of like the paint like dripping down on like the the characters of Daredevil and stuff, and like the city. It's really cool and really really awesome stylized, and that's the the poster that they go with with the two seasons that I've got. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man. It's just Spider-Man, but it's dark. This is like when they tried to make Spider-Man edgy and cool, a bit like ah oh, well Christopher Nolan did this really cool and dark, edgy poster. Let's just do it with Spider-Man. Didn't work. Um, and then Spider-Man 2 uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 It's just a clusterfuck Of lights and 
characters everywhere rhino green goblin electro spider-man gwen stacy yeah it's a bit like a marvel po- well it's a generic marvel post of the mcu really you could they, expect they it. went they went they tried to go edgy and that didn't yeah work, and then they tried to go the opposite way and yeah and that didn't work either yeah um the spider-man trilogy i think they have some of the best of any marvel well no they have they have the best marvel posters but i think more specifically one of the posters that came up for the first spider-man was just you see his back and he's overlooking the entirety of new york city when he's on top of the chrysler building or something like that perfect absolutely perfect poster um and then the same with minimalism tends to work yeah yeah again it's, it's not busy where that that's not the case but like mm. like those shots as i'm gonna throw in an example here because just because we mentioned it like yeah a lot of the um legend of zelda breath of the wild posters it's just that yeah there's one where he's climbing up a rock face and then it's yeah. just the backdrop of the everything world you can explore yeah and then the zelda thing and it's like yes this um cool. this, this tells me everything about this game in one poster indeed yeah um another really good one for the spider-man trilogy is the spider-man 2 one where you know he's got mj in his arm whatever it's been that generic but the colours are so vibrant and you see in the um, reflection of his eye is Doc Ock. Brilliant. Brilliant. I love that. Love that. Um, And then probably the best of the lot is Spider-Man 3 when you have Spider-Man back-to-back with the window and it's the reflection of the red and blue and the black suit. Didn't they do an opposite one as well? Perfection, I think so. The other way around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And another one of the great Spider-Man 3 posters is when you just see the... Spider-Man in the black suit and he's on top of the church and he's sort of like crouched down and like you see the rain and stuff oh, oh masterpiece um I can't really remember a lot of the X-Men posters not really I mean you have like the sort of the symmetry of the actual X in the first couple posters and then you just have like the heads of the characters around um yeah there's so many of the split poster ones yeah like for oh yeah yeah that one we're going back to the spider-man 3 one yeah like that's the, that's the one that they're just so good no not that, one. not that one no yeah well we'll talk about the the that one as well the rain one rain yeah one. that's perfect i and love it just that has one the three in the corner in the three yeah it doesn't it say spider-man it doesn't say spider-man that we'll get on to well we'll say that real quick one of the best um i know which one you're gonna posters is the deathly hallows 2 for Harry Potter, where it's just Harry on one side, Voldemort on the other, the Elder Wand in the middle, and it doesn't even have the title. It doesn't have the title of the film. You just know what it is. Simple, iconic. If you see me on my phone a lot, people like because Will is frantically googling a lot of these <laughs> just to have a look at them. I can slow down if you want. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. That's no, fine. I'm just trying to get up like so I can see the visual examples of everything. Harry Potter posters. Yeah, Maybe. a lot of the Harry Potter ones are pretty good. I quite like the first one. The trouble um, is these days, when you search posters online, yeah. is you get a bunch of fan-made ones. Yeah, which are probably better than the official ones. They, they all are. <laughs> um, let's, let's not be around the bush here. Yeah. So yeah, the early ones very much went for the headshot thing of like... Yeah. This was very stylized in the classic early... Yeah, yeah. Two, uh, it's got the heads and stuff, but um, it's... There's one here that I don't think that this is a official one, so I'm not going to say it. Mm. Uh, that one's really cool. There's... Uh, the, uh, the Sorcerer's Stone poster, or the Philosopher's Stone, is it? Philosopher's. Um, Go on. Cool. Um, don't know whether this is an official one, um, but I think it is. But it's yeah. the three heads of the main cast. 
for prison uh, basketball. Was it was either that one or it was another one just where the Dementor, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, the Dementor posters were pretty like, fucking good. Of, like, I'm just going to show you this. I'm not going to watch this, but like some of them were the fan made ones. Oh, so that's really good. So much better. Yeah, yeah. Than a lot of yeah, Prisoner of Azkaban. If it was just the, the the one that you just showed me, yeah, we, we could say them. Um, but is the it's just the Patronus of the stag, um, which is behind the uh, no no in front of the uh, whole Hogwarts castle, which is like Prisoner of Azkaban. Yes, there's a whole set of them that somebody's done. Yeah. I, I don't remember the name of the artist. Forgive us, but they've done a stylized like book almost book cover po- movie poster for each one yeah. and then there's like, i just saw the chamber of secrets one is the car flying towards hogwarts with that same and the Wampin willow is there as well the yeah yeah and yeah then, and the next one is then prisoner of azkaban which has the 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 dough and and it's the yeah. same shot of hogwarts but with just different things around and that's, yeah that's really cool really, really the good character posters for hp7 hp7 sounds like an element <laughs> oh there you go there's the order of the phoenix one that's pretty cool oh yes good stuff um, what was I about to say? I tell you what has got good. Probably one of the best marketing and posters ever was the Deadpool films. Yes. Yeah, because uh, going parody with it. Parody with it, and I remember there was a time where if you went into like Blockbuster or went into any of the uh, like HMV or some of the the DVD rental places where you buy movies. <laughs> they actually changed um, the front cover on a lot of the iconic movie posters to a Deadpool version. And that was just genius. Um, so that was really good. Yeah, I think they had like a Godfather one, but it had just Deadpool in it. They, they, yeah, it's they, so they, good. They did so many like classic movie poster parodies that it was really good. That had Deadpool in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really good. But that that's really good. That's a, that's an example of ingenious campaign that like really leans into what the movie is and, and does yeah. that. That's really cool. Do you remember the trailer to one of the Deadpool films? I think it's it was the like first one. Yeah, it was a rom-com. Yeah. So good. Yeah. yeah. I, what I loved about it is they didn't do a cutaway either. They just no. ended it as like, this is a rom-com This is a rom-com. Film. That's it. Which technically, you can, <laughs> you can argue the film is. No, no. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what was one of the best posters ever for Marvel and that's the Logan one where you just have his hand with the with the uh, claws coming out and obviously X twenty threes, oh that's cool. It all ends. That's Harry Potter one. It's the Harry Potter one um, which just says it all ends on it. Which yeah, is pretty cool. but one the Logan's best poster is literally just Logan's hand with the knives coming out and the little girl's hand just holding on to him. Yeah. Oh, that I remember. That incredible really poster. Cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Ghost Rider. I'm. He's just a guy with a flaming head. Cool. Um. Which is the best Batman poster of the Dark Knight trilogy? What can you remember? You I mean, you have Batman? like. Well, speaking of Batman ones. Batman, um, but. Arkham Knight. I, I, like. Yep, Arkham Knight's a very good one. I like a lot of the Batman games, like the Arkham City with the blood on the knuckles. But it's all black and white except for the red. Yes, those there's are a, really there's good. There's a Catwoman one as well, and then there's a Catwoman one with the the lasso as well with mm. with Batman. Those were some of the best ones I feel. Yeah. Um, for that one as far as the Nolan trilogy goes um, I, be- I believe there's a really great Batman Begins one Batman Begins is that one where he's just on top of the uh, uh, on top of a building and it's just bats around him and that's it there's a f- and it's there's like a, this orangey tint so, to it there's so many there's yeah. like the cover of the him fading into bats which is cool yeah that's the really awesome the best one is that one yes when it's just one of the bats coming down oh fuck yeah it's and really it's good like that's that's amazing. 
Let's have a look to see what else there is. There was a lot of just silhouette ones, what they were called. There's the one yeah. that's on the box, which is another silhouette one. I feel as though that um, the Batman Begins has probably the best posters out of the trilogy. Um, Dark Knight had a, Dark Knight's pretty good as well. Dark Knight's pretty good. I think the best poster of the Dark Knight one is with the Joker and it says, why, you ser- why so serious? And it's just like him like with a pane of glass or something and he's drawing blood on it. I think they were, I think they were all pretty top tier, to be fair. To yeah. Me. Like there was this one. I remember this one. Oh, that is good. That was, oh, fuck yeah. Cool. Yeah. And that was... That was it's a wall two, with... Two, it's a white wall with two eyes and then a Batman logo in red. So being the like lips, yeah. Face, which is really cool. That's really cool, um, yeah. There was, a, there was a lot, actually, for the Dark Knight. There was the one with the where he's got the Batarang in front of his face. Yeah. Um, oh, and there was a, a, an opposite one with the Joker and a card the over his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really good. down the street with the playing card. Good. Um, good stuff. All very good. Um, I'm trying to look for the the one you're on about with the. There it is. The why so serious? That yeah, one. That's is so probably good. The best of those. Yeah. Um, and then we'll do Dark Knight Rises posters as well. Dark Knight Rises is okay. Um, I just really like the cracked Batman symbol. Yeah. Oh, and then obviously Bane walking away from the mask on the floor. Yes, that's probably the best. The that legend a lot. ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah being written across but also i remember when it was first teased that the skyline bat symbol is pretty yeah, cool yeah that's really good that's really cool god so there was, dc now's had to do really good posters they do. and a lot of the older batman films as well like the, yeah. the the tim burton's batman just the gold bat logo yes that's it that's all you need that's all you need that's, yeah. that's all you that's all you really want and it sneeze oh no no it's, it's gone. gone it's freaking gone it's freaking gone um if we're talking if we're saying that like minimalism is the best um, I sneezed. Whoops. I apologise for your ears. Um, then there's only... There's one that I feel takes the cake yeah. for this. Yeah. That is probably... I'll, I'll get onto those right now. The Star Wars ones. Um, Phantom Menace. Not the not the one where you have Darth Maul and all like the faces and, and the symmetries like we were talking about earlier. The but the, the teaser poster where Anakin is a little boy and his, sil- and his shadow was the Darth Vader. Um, against the against Tatooine in the desert. Uh, perfect. And it just yep. says Star Wars Episode One. That's it. In the bottom corner, and that's, that's all you need. That's all it all it says, mm. and that's all you need for that. Such a good. Is there any other um, Star Wars posters that you really like? Uh, obviously, you have the. Yeah, apparently, there's that one. Which is uh, Oh, that's pretty yeah, fucking which cool. Which is fucking cool. Yeah, when you have the lightsaber of Darth Maul, and then in the lightsaber is the heads of everyone there's else. A, there, that's there. cool. Uh, Scream Rant has done a ranking for the best Phantom Menace posters. Just Phantom Menace. Just Phantom Menace. Oh, yes. Number eight, Darth Maul in 3D. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Yeah, that's fine. It's just an action shot. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, there's that one, which is like a collection poster. That's, that's yeah. pretty good. Uh, oh, I didn't know about this one. I forgot. What you didn't know about that one? Alas, we reveal ourselves to the Jedi. Yeah, and it's just Darth Maul's Darth face. Darth Maul's face. Fuck yeah. That's pretty cool. You just have that's Darth. beautiful. Yep. Again with the symmetry and yeah, you got heads everywhere, but that's it's sort of like yeah. That's it. That's it. Number four. What's number that? three is the classic poster. Oh, yeah. Uh, number two is uh, pod racing. It's not bad. It's not bad. Not bad. But it's not great. Yeah, and number one not... is, as we said, um, the Darth Vader, Darth Vader one. one. Yeah. It's ugh, iconic. Um, any other? Di- I think A New Hope has some of the best ones as well. When you have 
one of the first um, posters that ever came out when you have like Darth Vader's in the dark sky and his like head is part of like the Death Star and stuff. And then you also have um, Luke Skywalker like holding a lightsaber up and it's got that so like shine on it and stuff. The, yeah, cla- the classic New Hope poster. That is beautiful. Is the headshots, but there's only four characters on it. Yeah. And it does, you're right, it does so well to blend like the sand with Darth Vader, the space with Darth Vader, the Death Star in the background. Yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's so good. So good. I love the retro and it, and looking posters. Of course, it says at the top, a long time ago in the galaxy. Yeah. Far away. Oh. Marketing done right. 100%. Yeah. And the ones that come after that are, are okay. As yeah. Far as the, the, yeah, they're all right. I think it's just a bit. The, um, I'm trying to find. Show me more. <laughs> <laughs> give me more. Give me more Star Wars posters. Not any of the, pre- uh, the sequels, no. Sequels are okay with colours and stuff, but it's just a bit of a mess. That's the, um, uh, the, I think the Empire Strikes Back was quite good. Empire Strikes Back, you know, with Han That's very cool. holding Leia mm-hmm. and then Darth Vader's face in the sky, and then you have, like, Hoth around them. Yeah. That was cool. Um, I'm going to have to put, like, um, I'm going to have to put the episode numbers in. There's t- so many Star Wars posters, that's the trouble. <laughs> but, um, it's almost as if it's a big franchise. <laughs> Uh, I'm yes, trying that to. Was, that was the that was the official Empire Strikes Back one. I tell you what, I had a good poster. Well, did Rogue One have a good poster? Rogue One had an alright poster, didn't it? Rogue One. Uh, yeah, I think it was alright. I think it was. Yeah. So, some of the uh, some of the promo posters were pretty good when it just had the Death Star and uh, like a world or something like that. Um, yeah. Um, Return, of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi was pretty average. They went quite heavily on the kind of cast photos for Return yeah. Of the Jedi. Except this one, which was, uh, I think, yeah. the, which was the saga continues, which is really cool. Yes. In the red. Yeah, Darth red Darth Vader, Vader and then it's just... Luke. Yeah. Um, that's really good. That was, that's very cool. Yeah. That's very, very cool. Um, uh, I'll look up the Rogue One quickly. Yeah. Because I don't... I think I remember that one being pretty good. Uh, Solo was kind of average. I like the font of Solo and stuff, but... Yeah, I think it was just a lot of headshots and stuff. Um. So you've got the classic style posters. Mm. Um, there's that one. Yes, which is the helmet in the water and it's uh, creating the... the, with the Death Star. That That's one, yeah, cool. that one's That's perfect. the best one. Yeah. Um, all the rest of them are a bit... Well, I'd say that's quite creative as a different headshot poster. That kind yeah. of the, the kind of Black Widow treatment. Yeah, so what was it showing? It's showing, obviously, the Death Star is white in the background, then it's got, like, it's got a spire. The bottom, and then it's got... A Star Destroyer or something? I think it's meant to be a Star Destroyer, but made out of all the character heads and the ships. Yes, and it's going out. downwards. Yeah, yeah. Which That's is, really cool. Which is quite cool. Because um, there's that shot, isn't there, of it cutting across? Yeah. As there is in, I think, every Star Wars movie has that shot. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah, anyway... Hmm. So some good Star Wars ones, some really good Star Wars ones. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of his other DC ones. Like Shazam was fine because um, I think it was just Shazam, but just like chewing some gum and his bubble gum and whatever. Few of the Wonder Woman ones were quite good. Few of the Wonder Woman when she's like on a knee holding the sword down and there's sort of like a good sunset in the background or something. Um, that was pretty cool. Man, Man of Steel was Man good. Man of Steel had a few that were. That really was really good. Well, it was just Superman's chest. That's yeah. That's all you need to know, mate. Um. Suicide Squad. 
Yeah. I tell you what, I, you know what? As much as we really don't like the film, uh, yeah, the Superman one where it's like the logo and then Cut him going through, through the sky. I tell you what, as much as we don't like the film, Suicide Squad, the first one, it had a pretty good poster. Even though a little bit of it didn't make sense. So you had all the characters and they, like Suicide Squad and then you had a bunch of characters that created like a smiley face or something like that. And then you just had Jared Leto in a corner, which take that bit out. <laughs> take that I bit knew, out. I knew it was coming. But it's, it just had to come. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know why. Like Everyone else was in like a good clump and it was like, oh, and cool, that's really eye-catching. And it's just yeah. him. It's like, oh, all right. I guess it's like a full stop or something. Um, I'm looking through a lot of them. Um, Joker. Joker's on the a steps. very good one. Yeah. Or there's him with like the pose that he does yeah. in black with a stage light and then Joker it's, across the top. Yeah, because it, it's like his face is sort of like led down and he's looking up to the to the uh, yeah, to the title. To the title of Joker, yeah. Joker at the top. Um, yeah, it's really good. To, I'm going to throw out a few just random movies. I think now. Go ahead. Um, Us by Jordan Peele. Yes. Very good with the taking the mask so off the creepy. face. Speaking of Jordan Peele, Get Out. Get Out. That was a, a pretty good one. Posters. Yeah, when he's just in the chair crying. Yeah. Got on you, mate. We can't talk about um, great posters without talking about Jaws. Iconic. Yeah. Incredible poster. Which is one that's come up a lot on uh, what I'm viewing here. Yeah, yeah. Jurassic Park had a really Jurassic good one park? where it's just like the doors open into the park. Yes. Really great. And isn't even. There, isn't there the one where it's like a little bit and then you see like a. I can't remember a dinosaur in the background. Maybe. Um, um, I don't know. It. Um, it is actually a really good one, where it's the eyes in the bottom of the... And it's like his forehead is just the rest of the poster. Um, and it's got the, the, the logo It on it. That's really good. Um, i tell you what is a really good one. Uh, bloody First Man is a very good poster. Ryan Gosling in an astronaut outfit, and the dome of the helmet is the moon. Oh, it's beautiful. Really cool. It's a really cool one. Um, Forrest Gump is a very good one. Him on the bench. Him on the bench. And there's another alternate poster where it's just like a feather and a book. And that's it. There's a really, lot of, really yeah. cool. There's a lot of I really like that. that really, that's, yeah. That, like the simplicity of that. I think it's like... I think you can make a, a poster colourful and crowded, but you have to be careful where you draw... That line. The line, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so often, but the, the ones that stand out in my head are always the ones that are so crisp and clear. It's like the Anakin yeah. one. It's just, the, the, you don't need more. You don't need, you need more anything that. else. You don't need yeah. more than that. It teases you enough and it draws you in. Yeah. Um, special shout out to Marriage Story. Uh, show me that one. Yes. The two headshot posters. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's really good. I didn't know were a thing, but yeah. I just found out that they were a thing. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. Um, I really like. Well, I've got to say it, Gladiator. Yes. Posted to that. Gladiator, really fantastic one. There's that Joker one from earlier. Oh, it's perfect. Um, I'll tell you another good one that we did a review on. Um, Godzilla. The first one where it's a title Godzilla in the sky and it's a very small city and Godzilla isn't taking up the entirety of the poster. He's sort of like a miniaturized version and that's just it as well. Again, like, yeah, you're making a... his foot. Or his foot, yeah. That's really cool as well. Whoever's got feet first is having fun now. <laughs> um, oh, I'll tell you what. Another iconic one. Back to the Future. When it's just the uh, the trails of fire and the actual DeLorean itself and Marty looking at his watch. Great. Yeah, that's a good Gladiator one. I'm trying to think, like, to be honest with you, and I know it's my favourite my, my favorite movie, 
there's not a lot of the gladiator ones that really stand out mm. to me other than maybe one um, which is probably the one you showed me that's what the poster mainly is a lot of these other ones that are here are fan-made ones that are actually quite a lot better to be yeah honest. i mean there's that one uh which was when it was nominated which is quite that's, that's good. That's cool. That's really good. Where it's just his face and a mask. There's golden background to it. That's quite. Cool. I tell you what would be a really good poster for Gladiator if it was just his hand under like the, the haze and, yes. or like that in the field. Well, there's, just there's, that. There's that one that um, poster minimalist canvas up there. This is an unofficial one, by the way. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. Oh, very good. Where it's just the bit of plant and that's it. Um, his just the helmet. Yeah. Which is quite cool. Very good. Um. But you're right. That was that's genius. Why has nobody done that? <laughs> if um, there's any creatives out there listening who do a uh, little bit of Photoshop in their spare time, do that. Make a, do the make hand a and gladiator poster that's with the hand. You see that? Would just take a screenshot of that scene and then put gladiator over it, and that's it. Done. <laughs> I'll probably or do even that later. Him walking through the field. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Um, Let's talk about uh, some of the posters that we don't necessarily like. That is kind of like a, a staple in posters where you just have, like, say, Taken or John Wick. As much as I love those films, it's just a dude with a gun. It's just looking ominous. I think, any, I think that's that kind of like, boring. Following on from your example earlier of Doctor Strange, when it's yeah. just the, the single... That's why I don't really like the Gladiator ones. Yeah. Because they're, they're good in the minimist, but it's yeah. just him there. And yeah. then you look at it and you kind of go, is that it? what's happening? Yeah. He's just sort of stood there with the yeah. Colosseum in the background. But yeah, like, John Wick has that problem. And I think a lot of games... James Bond ones do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, James Bond. It's that. just him. It's, it's like, just him. Okay, him him with the classic minigun. Yeah, all right, sweet, cool, we know good who for he you. Is great. <laughs> if it was just, like, maybe 007, maybe, like, the Aston Martin car, you're like, oh, yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, it's different. Or, I tell you what, I tell you what they should do for every single James Bond film from now on is that they should have the villains as the poster. Because we know who James Bond is. We know who James Bond is. Yeah. Just have, like... Because in most of the James Bond films, you always have that, like... That villain that has a... They're always just... They're yeah. Always sort of I mean, the barrel of the gun is kind of cool. You know? Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's, it's iconic, but it's... What you should... What they should do is, like I was saying, the um, you should have the villain that has, like, a caricature of it. Like, you have Jaws. Have, like his face on the poster with his jaws showing or you should have uh mads mickelson um in the title of casino royale but crying crying blood that as the poster that'd be great that'd be great yeah um here's an alternative sky for one that is instantly better yep good stuff um, to the title sequence there or even that, that why not just have the title sequence beautiful yeah Look at that. That's, that's really that's good. That's gorgeous. You should just have the title sequences as the posters. As the posters, yeah. so many great ones. There's so many great... And they're weird, so stylized and weird. Um, like, yeah, Imitation Game, imitation game where it's just Benedict Cumberbatch's face. It's like, all right, cool. Yeah, it's, it's it, kind of like... If it's just a headshot... Okay, <laughs> I'm going to contradict myself instantly and say Halloween when it's just Michael Myers' face, the mask. Yeah, that, that's that's a little... Yeah. And the Scream franchise as well. Yeah. For horror aspects and like Freddy Krueger like, and stuff, it, that's fair. If it's just, but if it's a just person. If it's just an actor's face. Not do a bit doing, more. Do a bit more. Just, do a, just yeah. looking serious. Do a bit more. Are, when you do more with it, when you do the mask thing, or the like, yeah. mask thing where it's... Uh, taking the mask off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking the mask off. That's better, but... 
I tell you this, Saving Private Ryan doesn't really have that good of a poster when it's just like heads in the sky. Uh, I mean, it's okay. Um, it's classic. When you it's have like Tom Hanks, Matt Damon and all that in the sky and then you have like all of them lower down as actually like, you know, walking into the sunset or something like that. I, I can't really remember off the top of my head. Um, or looking at my phone. Yeah, I'm just... But it's, it's okay. It was, it's all, yeah, it's all just that poster that is, yeah. that is iconic. That's the cover of the DVD as well. Um, yeah. Rush has that problem. It's a good one, but it's not, I know what you mean. It's not like, it doesn't. Yeah, I got, I got so many more like Patriots Day, just Mark Wahlberg, just standing in front of debris. Okay. All right. Um, Nightcrawler, a great film, but it's just Jake Gyllenhaal with a camera. And you're like, uh, I'm not like, I love the film, but if I was just to see that poster, it'd just be that one that I just glance by it, it's not eye-catching to me at all yeah. rush i love that film but it's just uh daniel brule and chris hemsworth's face um ready player one is kind of shit when you just have main actor with the vr headset on and then just the fucking easter eggs behind them it's like yeah okay martian isn't really that good either it's just matt damon's face in an astronaut suit um again like i'm not saying that these movies are bad it's just some of them aren't that good. Terminator's pretty good, though. I, I was just about to say, I'm going to look up the Alien posters. Cause... Oh, well, you have, when we were talking about like uh, trailers and stuff, like the alien, the first Alien poster, when it's just the egg, and it's starting to open, and it says, no one can hear you um, in space, no one can hear you scream. That's iconic. Yeah, got, like, really the, the good. Below it. Yeah, yep. it says. great. Absolutely yeah, the first Terminator one where you have Arnold Schwarzenegger, but then like part of his face is like opened up as the actual robot Terminator. Really good. Um, the Thing is a really good one. It's just a guy in a snow, in and the, then, then and it's just the, the white yeah. face. That's really great. Really great poster. Lots of intrigue. Um, Planet of the Apes films are okay when you just have Caesar in the middle. Uh they're, they're different the same enough, things like, but they're kind of generic, like a monkey holding a gun. Yeah, okay. Um, Rocket Man, I really like when it's just him in front of a crowd holding his arms up like that, the baby um, performing. Are quite good as well. Yeah. It's just him and Live Aid and stuff like that, isn't Live it? Aid yeah. Looking out of the crowd. Um, Shinder's List is a very good one where it's just the girl in the red coat. The girl in the red oh, coat, yeah. So good. Yeah. I just think Steven Spielberg does really good posters. Other than Simon Pro Um, there's a franchise we haven't spoken about yet, which obviously has really good posters. Lord of the Rings. Oh, yes. Just the one ring as the poster. That's Just that. That's all you need. Yeah. Less is more. Um, That's very much the consensus, isn't it? Yeah. I think some of the official posters, like especially for the Fellowship of the Ring, also had like Gandalf in front of the Balrog, which is just, yes, all day, please. I want that. Um, yeah, trying to think of the other ones. Classic headshot posters as well, which are fine. Um, oh, and obviously the the yeah the two massive statues holding out their arms, and you're just going gorgeous. through them. Yes, beautiful. Uh, um, also, can we just talk about the fact that <laughs> this is completely the uh, <laughs> this is based, I think, on the. Um, Is this based on the... Yeah, this is based on the... Um, this is the Ralph uh, Bax, Baxi film. 
mm-hmm. Bakshi film, which is the animated one. But that is a gorgeous poster. Oh, the sword in the middle and the Gandalf animation. standing above him. Yes, that's really cool. Um, there's probably a few like Sauron in, which looks really cool. You were talking about with the, uh, that, there's the one ring poster. That's yeah, obviously very cool. Um, what with the Gandalf and Balrog one? No, the um, oh, the, just the ring. The ring, yeah. yeah. One ring to rule them all. One ring to find them. One ring to bring them all, and in the darkness bind them. Fuck yeah, so good. Um, another uh, group of yeah, the headshots, but I like the retro look of them, and that's the Indiana Jones films, yes. like Raiders of the Lost Ark and stuff. It's like it's almost as if it's hand drawn, which I really like, or some like really old uh, like photograph uh, photograph sort of thing. Aren't there some ones that are um, um, sorry. That's right. Good. Trying to multitask. Not, um, aren't there some ones that are just like the treasures that they? Yeah, like the Ark of the, the Covenant, and, and then uh, last. Was the one that was the skull, wasn't it? From Kingdom of Crystal Skull. Yeah, probably a good poster, but bad film. It was a good um, poster. Yeah, it was yeah. A very good poster. And even like the Holy Grail in the third one. Um, yeah, it was really good. Uh, what was I going to say? Does any of the Transformers ones stand out to you? Maybe the first one, where you just have like the head of Optimus Prime looking at Megatron, and that's it. There's a few actually. Yeah. Let me let me get up the posters here because this is. Um... There was a uh, lot of them like this for the first one. That's right. That was quite cool. Yeah, we're quite. Um, yeah, that's right. Because I'm leaning back on the chair. Nah, that's fine. Um, yeah, no, that's a really good one. Again, it's it's almost as if like the series went on, the franchise went on, let's like, just start getting a bit more cluttered and crap. Yeah, I mean uh, that was the one that you probably saw a lot of, which is pretty so it's uh yeah it's fine um i'm trying to scroll down because i'm sure that there are um some better ones especially interestingly enough i think for dark of the moon dark of the moon i actually remember being pretty good my favorite ones yeah i think that was in your favorite yes that was a that was one of them for transformers yes that's really good just like megatron like pulling through the uh Mm. um I tell you what was a really good one that um, um, of uh, a franchise. Well, a franchise that we like, Cornetto trilogy. Um, <laughs> Shaun of the Dead has the best posters in that when they're just on the train and there's a bunch <laughs> of zombies around them. I really love that poster. Um, Hot Fuzz is kind of generic when you just have Sergeant Angel and Morning Angle. Yeah, when you're just there, just there holding guns and stuff, which is fine. Um, World's End, I can't really remember. Oh no, that was it. it. Was Simon Pegg holding up a pint? You know that that was pretty good, to be fair. Yeah, um, the World's End one. Even though I'm not a massive fan of that film. Uh, Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. Oh, the actual Fallen in his Fallen eyes. Face. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. That's good. Chains, not a great movie. Um, um, I, Dark of the Moon. I swear there were more for Dark of the Moon that were better than what I'm being shown on here. Mm. That's fine. We can. That's right. Um, I've got a, I've got like, um, I just got any ideas. A few of my like favorite games. Yes, shall we go on to, to games now? Just um, as like a, a few ones. Like, one of my favorites is the um, the original Dark Souls with Arturius just like crouched down. Yes. So they, they do like a villain on the front of the, or one of the bosses you face. Yeah. This is Arturius just with his sword like that, but like crouched in like 
glowing moonlight with yeah. the prepared to die edition of Dark Souls. At, Isn't the there a um, a version of the poster where it's just the bonfire as well? Uh, I believe there there's some really cool ones like that. Again, like, it's a lot of them are pretty minimal. They're not. I mean, the Dark Souls two ones with the walking with the it's kind of yeah, kind of boring. It kind of strikes that. Um, I think video games have that problem, especially like I think Destiny. Uh, the uh, vanilla Destiny had a really shit poster. The, uh, oh. oh, this is the, this is a Japanese PS3 cover though. Oh yeah, but it's pretty cool. It's it's the poster that I actually. Um, oh, there we go. Let me get the the Dark Souls original one with the sitting in front of the in front bonfire. of the bonfire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, that's really that's good. That's really cool. Yeah, that's um, probably one of the best ones for that. Yeah, no, like I was saying, the um, the posters of Destiny are not good. I think especially the vanilla Destiny when that first came out, it's just, just generic just the, yeah. back turn to the camera. It's kind of shit. Ones got better yeah. As we've gone on. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the time they kind of come back to video game ones are interesting. Cause there's, there's a few that actually do that kind of trope that work well. Yeah. Like maybe God of war, for example, God of war is a really good poster. Um, just like having the mountain, them in the boat and you know, Kratos and Atreus just there. It doesn't show any of like the the big monsters and stuff like that that you fight or boulder or you know, the Valkyries or. I think that's like a balance for mm. for that. I for me, it's harder to like think back on video games and think about your movie like the yeah. the, the cover art or the the poster art for them because I don't. There's not as many that stand out to me that much. Yeah, um, Ghost of Tsushima had a really good poster. When it's just him and it's sort of like the leaves flow and you see the wind. Um, that is a still, the way you can make a post look so dynamic in a still poster is really, really cool. I think some of the best ones are the ones that like that. And I would say maybe that one's a, an example of where you, one where you evoke emotion through it. Yeah. Somehow by yeah, having yeah. That, that kind of like, whether it's a sun rising or something, immediately gives you a certain vibe mm. from that poster, a certain emotion and feeling. Yeah. One of the um, Last of Us 2 posters was really good when it's just Ellie and a guitar. Yes. It doesn't say to you anything about zombies or anything like that. Again, it's got that intrigue about it. Um, so it ties to the story so well because it's... You're in an apocalypse. Yeah. And it's something as simple as sitting down and playing a guitar, which you usually you wouldn't get a respite from, and people who played the first game would know that. And yeah, that's what makes that so genius. But yeah, that's really yeah. You're um, right. I think one of the last ones that I can think of game wise is Skyrim. Just the logo. The logo. Just the all logo. Of the, all of the Elder Scrolls games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good posters. Yes. Um, because yeah, I like I know what it's about now, but like if I was just see on a shelf, I'd be like, what the fuck is this? Ooh. That's that's cool. Oh, I like the font of that. Yes. Um, Time after Oblivion opened. Mm. Yeah, there might be a couple of like movie posters that I might have like skipped or thought really shit. But yeah, like the general consensus is like if it's got its own style and art direction to it, and it's not just generic guy with a gun with his back turned to you. Like yeah, yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. Simple it down. Don't have too many headshots. Unless you can make it work. Like if it was the the Punisher, I've got like the poster there where it's just his skull. That's really cool. Like that. I think there's like Make it simple is is the way, but make it make something intriguing about it. I think if you if you have something that is simplistic, if like a headshot, you've got to do something with it 
just enough that it makes it interesting like the, the face pulling off a face or yeah something that's half in shadow i think the, pa- the punisher one up above us there most of the uh well yeah like most of the um halloween just like horror posters are probably the best actually if there's a exorcist sh- is a really good one if where it's just the doctor outside the house yes oh really if, good if there's like that's true if there's enough of like if there's one genre that probably probably gets it right more than off more often than a lot it's probably horror ones because mm. they're keyed into that suspense i think with a lot of mainstream movies uh, that's not always the first consideration is suspense yeah it's kind of just like making it look eye-catching it's like they focus on one of those three points we made you yeah, focus yeah. It on making it eye-catching but yeah you've overcrowded it and you've not evoked any emotion or any yeah. intrigue with it you know whereas i think by the by the very kind of nature of horror movies you have to have suspense so they immediately go for like suspense and simpleness to not give too much away about things mm. because obviously the more you see of something the less impact it has or the less scary it might be yeah God damn good stuff um is that it nearly done a three-hour podcast fucking hell, Bloody hell jesus christ thank you all for that has been patient with us with the start of the podcast that did not end it uh, did not go well we had to restart <laughs> the start of this because it's mental um but yeah uh i think we can wrap up is there anything else you want to say i can't really think yeah, of anything no i, th- I think i've i think i've said everything we're looking forward to next week. We're going to be talking about Spider-Man. No way home. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Let's oh it. yeah. Let's do it. Good stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm going to get my notes up. What am I going to say? I don't know what I'm doing. Who's to say? Why? Okay, this is an annoying thing with like anything to do with Apple. Stop updating stuff and moving stuff around, please. Can you? That'd be really. Uh... Oh yeah, they like to do that. They like to like. Just they like to update everything. things and then they like yeah. to add an extra menu thing in or they like to move the yeah. position of something just to, just enough that it throws really you screws up my podcast as well because i always have like oh yeah don't turn them on automatically or don't download them automatically and then an you know, update comes around it and turns then just it back do- on it's like no yeah can no, you not i hit that button for a reason yeah. god's sake damn that apple really it, yeah. yeah thank you apple public service announcement here could you fuck off sometimes please like, <laughs> yeah Please do. A good note to end on. But hey, uh, thank you everybody so much for listening to the podcast. Be sure to rate us on whatever podcast app you're listening to us on, if possible. Five stars, nothing less, nothing more. Unless you could give us ten stars, that'd be great. It is a kingdom. Ten out of ten or five out of five? That'll do. Right. Nothing more. Um, if you enjoyed this and you think other people in your family or friends might enjoy it, share around with them. Let them know that we're a, a thing that happens every week, maybe, maybe every two weeks. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you can email us at cityofgeekonpod.gmail.com if you want any recommendations or if you have any opinions. Like, what do you think is the worst posters? What do you think should yeah, happen to the MCU? We skipped? Are there any really obvious good ones that we've missed? Yeah, Are there 100%. any really obvious awful ones we've missed? Yeah. Give us a shout when we yeah. continue that conversation. 100%. Uh, like we said earlier, we've got a Facebook group. Um, I will be posting links in there. Globe of Geekum. Yes. today or tomorrow. Yeah, it's fine. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter at the Rizikins. Um, I'm trying to get back into gaming and hopefully in the new year I've got a big plans that I might want to start doing so keep keep in touch I don't know that's if I big post on Twitter yeah um, and as always uh, if those that are watching live on Twitch uh, you can see us and our beautiful faces and us 
making a mockery of ourselves might sounding like Alvin and Chipmunks, like <laughs> like we did today. <laughs> like we did today. Um, you would only have that privilege if you watch us on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash Rizikins. Yeah. Anyway, thank you very much, everybody. So much for listening and watching. And we shall see you for No Way Home. Maybe we will have No Way Home from the cinema. Oh, and we gosh, can't I talk about not. this. Maybe. Maybe that's the plan. Bye. Bye. Bye.